Material Components Episode 14 Killer Instinct Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gorgoni, and joining me as always are my stalwart adventurers. Hey adventurers, how's it going? Hey! Good. Howdy. It goes. Uh, hi folks, I am Olivia. I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I am Elliot, and I'll be playing Cherish, the Tiefling Sorcerer, with a cold. My name is Michael. What, what was that? Sorry. With a cold. With a cold? Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, my name is Michael, and I will be playing Sid Emberlight, the Half-Elf Rogue. He's pretty great. Hey, I'm Reed. I'll be playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock, also with a cold. Nice. Oh. So, uh, raise the hands. Who all has a cold here right now? Uh, currently. I'm recovering from one. Okay, so... I've had pneumonia for like a year, so... (laughs) Fully the entire podcast is suffering some malady or another, so bear with us. Tis the season. But, despite disease and sickness, I must ask you the question I ask every time, which is, do you all remember what happened last time? Sid, take it away. Me take it away. Pack tactics. Pack tactics. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we we were in the woods, um, and we were being stalked by some not dire wolves. They're just big winter wolves. Um, had the symbol of the cult on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, fought them. You know, took two of them out. Barely even broke a sweat. <laughs> Um, because they had freezing breath, so not a lot of sweating happening. Oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah. There was some dying, though. Well, yeah. There was a little bit. Uh, Olivia almost killed Reed. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Was, just that close. I was, I was re-listening to that this morning, and I was just stressed out, just like, just experiencing it again. I was, like, getting cold sweats. Um, <laughs> um and then, yeah, so then that wolf escaped, uh, and then we followed it uh, to a, an encampment around what appeared to be the Realm Scar. Indeed, uh, you found yourselves a Realm Scar. Yes. We did it. Yeah. Does anybody else uh, want to? I threw a bomb and yeah. eliminated 99% of our enemies. It was probably the most effective plan we've ever had. <laughs> it worked so well. <laughs> to a um, point, yeah, it worked okay. To a point, I mean. There was yeah. that bit where Tirza was nearly killed, but, you know. That's true. And then, Not and then by the I got, I got better. <laughs> um, that's true. Tirza and Cherish... Because, yes, you had found your way to a location within the Eastwood called the Granite Scar. And it is at the bottom of that you indeed did find a Realm Scar. A strange, frozen pool of energy seeping into another reality, or perhaps from another reality. It's tough to say which way these things go. Considering that when you did throw the bomb into that cultist base that was just outside the portal, it killed... Like you said, 99% of the problems in there. Unfortunately, 
it was more like 98%, and 2% of those problems stuck around. One was yeah. in the shape of a re- one remaining cultist who just swan-dived into that portal. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. The second percent was the now dire Winter Wolf. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it turned out that there was a corpse of a dire bear in the cultist encampment, and this strange cult wolf had then exposed itself willingly to the dire plague, enacting a horrific elemental transformation. Just went to town on that bear. Yeah. Also, I'm bringing this bit back. Uh, cult wolf, new band name. <laughs> I, I wasn't aware that bit was gone. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, How, how'd you guys enjoy that that dire winter wolf? Did you have a lot of fun uh, with that? I liked stabbing it with a fire sword. That's pretty cool. It um, literally Jack Nicholsoned me, so <laughs> not a right. lot. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, and I took it out. It's true. You did. A really well-timed crit. Mm-hmm. It was very necessary and needed, because if that thing had gotten another turn, it would have ruined a certain Cherish's day. Yeah. yeah. I got yeah. six. I got six HP. <laughs> But after the fighting Still? was done, I mean, you haven't had any time to recover just yet. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Shit. Because right after that combat, you uh, decided to go poking some portals. Yeah, yeah. just like, that's Jumped going. right in. Well, Grawl attempted to do the logical thing and stab it. Sure. Who wouldn't try to do that? Yeah. I got to do what I got to do. He's blameless. Any of us would have done it. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure Cherish like had like a whole thing that she was like doing and saying that she was gonna do. Nope. No. All nope. right. No, nope. <laughs> sounds familiar. Nope. I do not recall. Okay. So, um, yeah. making contact with the portal, Grawl was then sucked inside. Sid, stealing a potion from one of his compatriots, swigging it, and then. Took a straight up dive into the portal after Grawl. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, and then what was it? Uh, we tied a rope to Cherish and let Tirza try and hold the rope. Tirza and not work. Captain Lucia Bellwood at, or yeah. Bellwether attempted to hold the rope. That <laughs> did not work. So a quick snap yeah. decision had to be made. Uh, Hold on to the rope, get dragged into the portal, or let go of the rope and save yourself. Captain Bellwether chose to save herself. Yeah, no, that's Which, right. like, that's honestly blameless. Yeah. If anyone's blameless, it's her. I I want to imagine the alternate universe where Tirza also let go of the rope, <laughs> and you guys are about to have this adventure, and we just cut back to Tirza being like, well, I guess they're dead now. <laughs> So, as you awoke, Sid, you were the first to awaken in some strange new land. Yep. And as you did so, uh, a certain change has come over you. Yeah, I uh, I wiped my nose and I had a paw instead of a, a hand. Indeed. And as you observed yourself, you looked down and saw the shaggy form of a large dog. 
Yeah. But even as you watch, your form shifts and morphs. You feel the cracking of bones inside underneath your flesh. The weird tensile rip and pull of muscles underneath your skin. The hair shrinks and grows in random patterns. And even as you feel yourself distending, you roll around on the snow inside this big bank of frost, feeling your body transform and morph further and further. At one point you see scales, at one point you see feathers, at one point you see more fur. For the briefest of moments, you see the pink flesh of your own hand, but then it morphs yet again, finding its way into a feline paw, long limbs, a twitching tail. Uh, The cold washes against your nose and whiskers, and you let out a yowl of pain and frustration. But as your form settles, you seem to find yourself in somewhat of a permanent state, at least for now. Kitty. And as you writhe around, you see that your compatriots are doing the same. Their bodies changing and warping and distending and horrible. And seeing it from the outside is really, really upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like watching a Rubik's Cube made of flesh being, like, twisted and pulled around. (laughs) Yeah, especially because, like, I just, I literally just felt it, and so I'm just imagining what they're feeling. Right. Uh, It's not great. So, as the rest of you are violently awakened by this sensation, rolling around in these, this frosty embankment, um, I need all of you to make wisdom saving throws. All four? All four. Uh, All right. Oh, wait, just kidding. That's not a thing I have. Mm. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, huh. Literally the same. Uh, 13. 13? 16. 16? 8. Uh, oh, God. 23! Okay. Whoa! Whoa! I am so. very wise. 16, 23, 8. Sid, what was yours? Uh, 13. 13, okay. So, as you are settling into your final shapes, you look around at each other. What do you see? Describe what you've transformed into. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like, <laughs> it's like well, I don't know what anybody else see. is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll go first. Um, I have become one of the lovely beasts that I got to uh, acquaint myself with when I was traveling the Baris, and I am a big old reindeer. Oh. Uh, specifically for for visual effect, um, mon- the uh, breed of reindeer that hang out in Mongolia, which are like. Um, more of like a fawn color than mm-hmm. like our western brown ones. Um, next. I'll go next. <laughs> um, well, big surprise um, here. Uh, the big uh, pale growl is now a big, shaggy, almost humanoid like creature. A silverback gorilla. Specifically oh, an nice. albino silverback gorilla. Yeah, Sweet. <laughs> So he 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 he's got double camouflage now, but gorillas don't hang out in the snow that much. So I'm not a fan of it. I was I was wondering if you were going to go moth. 
Yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, no, it's no, a no, giant no. moth. Well, a giant I'm now Mothra. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now Mothra. Honestly, when you said, obviously the big ugly hobgoblin, I was like naked mole rat. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yes. I'm hiding behind my mic now. <laughs> um, I am a uh pine martin. Uh. A little uh, Weasley-like looking thing, but cuter. Cute. It's true, much cuter. Much cuter. They got little tiny triangle ears and little bushy tails. I'm only going to picture one right now. I love them so much. <laughs> that is <horrible. laughs> uh, Sid has uh, what originally uh, appeared to be uh, some sort of large shaggy dog has now transformed into a snow leopard. Ooh. Ooh. Not very many of those. So, you stare around at each other, unsure of what's happening. All you really know is that in your transformations, most of your stuff has been shed and is strewn around the in the ground around you. Ugh, My stuff, like all of our uh, clothes and stuff. Clothes, weapons, magic items, everything. I still have thumbs. <laughs> Guess who's carrying all of our stuff? Nope. <laughs> the reindeer, the pack animal. Okay, cool. Guess who's putting it all on her? That's fine. Uh, I try to talk. And a... <laughs> comes out of your oh, mouth. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> Um, I look around and see if the uh, the realm scar is visible from behind us. If there is any seeming passage back to our world. So, looking around, you find yourself at the bottom of a large, windswept, frosty hill. You had landed probably near the top of the hill and rolled down. You can actually see the track in the snow where you had, like, basically come down this hill. Your stuff scattering along the hillside behind you. Mm -hmm. And you see the soft aurora-like glow of something at the top of the hill, but then your eyes keep going up and up and up, and you're looking at the sky now, and it's just this twisting, vibrant aurora flooding every inch of the sky you can see. Starlight is barely visible behind the shifting, twisting colors, and a full moon hangs motionless in the sky just above the horizon. Hey, Aww. this is like the first time that we've been able to see a sky clearly. That's pretty neat. I mean, you can see the sky clearly in the valley. So long as you're in the middle of the valley, you can look up and see the sky. The oh, yeah. The outer storm is rings the valley itself, but it doesn't, like, overcast the entire valley all the time. Oh. Um. Um. So that means that our forgebound items are also not on us. This is correct. Um. Uh, start uh, pawing at Storm Piercer. Yeah, you have to I find like... Storm Piercer first. <gasps> oh, bad. Uh, I start looking around for it. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna start looking for. Uh... God, multiple things. I have so many things. I have a lot of shit. 
Yeah, I'm going to start looking for Maz, too. All right. It's gold, so hopefully that makes it easier. <laughs> so, I have sent you all the stat blocks for the creatures whose form you've assumed. Yes. Uh -huh. I have some questions about that. Right. <laughs> all of your mental stats are as normal for your characters, for now. The so physical is that charisma, wisdom, and intelligence? Correct. Okay. Your physical statistics are as the creature. Oh. My dex is so much better. <laughs> My dex is worse. Oh. Mm -hmm. I'll take that dexterity boost. Um, I also have a question about that hit point maximums. Yeah. So, the hit point maximums are as they are. You are at full health, but it is the full health of the creature's shape you oh, now assume. Son of a hey guys. Hey guys. We have two. Hey guys, I have one hit point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I better not get hit with no. anything. Oh, are no. you considered? Uh, are, are you considered tiny or whatever? Yes. Um. Yes, I am a tiny beast. Okay. Okay. Unaligned for now. So I believe oh Grawl will have the highest amount of hit points with a solid nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Both the tables have turned. <laughs> Both Sid and Tirza have 13 hit points, and <laughs> Elliot has one. It's a good thing I have a high dex. I'm gonna, like, step on you accidentally. I'm so and, scared. And honestly, like, if I get hit by anything, I'm perma-dead, because I will definitely go above half of my total health. So, Elliot, oh. something to consider, though. You also have the highest AC. Do I? Yes. Oh, I do. I have a 13 AC. Because mm -hmm. I'm so small. It's true. And yeah, dexterous. Yeah. Although nobody asked me to lift anything, I have a negative four of my strength. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is good. So, yes, as you are uh, frantically searching around, you may uh, use your perception skill of your primary character unless you have some kind of animal ability that increases your perception. I believe a few of uh, you have that. Yeah. Uh, I do I'm, have advantage on um, smell. Me too. And, and I'm going to... Uh, gold sword. smells. And so does my own sweat. I don't know. Something okay. like that. Do we have... I? Do we still have our skills? Or... So... Like, I, I'm an expert in perception. Right. Um, where did my Dungeon Master's Guide go? Currently, you have access to, uh, of your wisdom skills, you have access to animal handling, perception, and survival. Okay. Good news, everyone. I have plus four to animal handling myself. <laughs> so... While you have those abilities, you do not necessarily benefit from, say, expertise. Okay. So you can add okay. your wisdom modifier and your proficiency bonus, but not your expertise okay. bonus. Which, yeah. expertise just doubles your proficiency bonus, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I got a 17. Okay. Alright. So what would that be? That would be 5. Um, 
I also got a 17. All right. Is anyone else searching for their stuff? Or what are the rest of you Yes, doing? but I got a four, so I can't find anything. Cool. I got another eight. Okay. Ape Grawl and Reindeer Tirza are just snuffling around, shifting snow, trying to push through stuff. And uh, you don't find anything you're looking for. Uh, Sid, what did you get? Uh, 17. 17? We both got 17. Okay. Yeah. So something the two of you notice right away is that it looks as though the snow around here has already been disturbed. And that while you find many of your mundane items, much of the magical gear you had is missing. Well, that's no good. Like potions? Potions, magic items, forge-bound items. Um, Massive great swords. Uh, yeah, like can we uh, see indents of those things? Like they were here. You just with a quick survey of the area, they might have been here once. There's a lot of disturbed ground here. You're mm-hmm. tough to say the difference between the tracks you've already made and your tracks that you made on the way down and mm-hmm. anything else. I would need some kind of tracking role to actually determine differences. But whether or not those items were here to begin with, tough to say. Okay. Uh, uh, just a complete side note. Um, motion to rename Tirza uh, Reindeerza. <laughs> I had that exact same vibe. Mm. Uh, <laughs> motion carries and passes. Yep. Yes. Excellent. All right. Uh, good work. Good work, everyone. We can stop the podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we did it. We've More completed. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and clearly you're Grawlilla. Yeah. Grawlilla. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, that's all we got, though. Yeah. Um, what else are you doing? Now that we've no, affectionately named half court. the party. Yeah. Uh, let's, I want to, I mean, we should follow, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, I also try to communicate. And with a tiny squeaky voice, you say whatever it is you're trying to say. Nice. Um, okay, I think that we should, oh wow, is that, is that what we're doing? Oh, okay. Is um, that my voice? Yeah. Is that my voice? voice? Oh well. Uh, We should go after. We should follow these tracks. I try to respond. I don't know. I don't. Do am I still just growling? Yes. Every if you try to say any words, it just comes out as you like you're making animal sounds. Can anyone else talk? I think I can. And the tears of his voice just comes out of the reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why do you get to talk normal? <laughs> I rolled a really high wisdom save. <laughs> Uh, Tirza's reindeer is like a Disney animal and you sound like a science experiment where a a pine (laughs) martin has been given the ability to speak 
I start. Grawl's um, not even gonna try. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's so displeased. <laughs> uh, just mm 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 mm. Um, and actually, as a question, gorilla, you can actually sort of make was... that sound at least. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, question: What happens when I try to summon my greatsword? When you try to summon your greatsword? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There is a shimmering of green spectral moths and a shout from the other side of the hill. And suddenly your greatsword is in your hand. Yes! Oh my god, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Is it... Oh. Okay. Uh, we should go So now you are way. a gorilla with a greatsword. Oh my god. It's my favorite so childhood cool. book. Yeah. <laughs> King Kong would be proud. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's follow them. And I scramble up onto Sid's back and I sort of like, come on, let's go. I start pawing <laughs> at my stuff that's on the ground and I look expectantly at Grawl. Uh, okay, Grawl's uh, gonna walk gonna waddle over like a gorilla now like on his on his hind legs trying to walk like a person and grab it all like not like neatly or anything he's just gonna push it all into a big old pile mm-hmm. all then, of our stuff well, I, I mean how much stuff does everyone have i don't know i mean like it's like clothes at least four nap. packs clothing yeah. camping would gear it, rations oh, that is a lot okay of stuff. Yeah, yeah would it all hang nicely from say like i don't know uh a, a pair of antlers <laughs> I mean, it looks as I'm though very strong. W- when you start collecting it all, it definitely looks like the packs have been rifled through. Uh, yeah, we need to go get our stuff. Yeah, let's go get our stuff. Sid, we can come back for this. <laughs> Don't you want to get uh, Storm Piercer? Yeah. <laughs> I nod. I pet Sid just ever so slightly. I growl. I keep I pet a little. I I leave behind the ear. I yeah, leave I've, this I've situation. Scrambled, I've scrambled off of Sid and onto tears. <laughs> Good call, all things oh, considered. Are you resting on my little? Yeah, animals? you know. Ah! <laughs> I begrudgingly move forward. Okay. Uh, yeah, Grawl, you managed to pile up everybody's mundane objects into a big pile at the bottom of this hill, but there was mm-hmm. no real convenient way to put them onto. Tirza in any real fashion. Okay. Not that would have been conducive to also moving. Because, yeah, I guess you could have hung everything off of her antlers, but, like, it wouldn't be a good look and it'd be very hard to get around and, you know, see. Like, some of us have rope, so we probably could, like, come back and tie stuff to her, like, middle or whatever, but we can cross that bridge when we come to it. Thumbs. (laughs) So, Tirza, where do you head? Towards the voices, or towards that shout. Okay. All you really know is that the shout came from the opposite side of the hill. So I head up the hill. hill. Okay. Mm -hmm. The hill is probably only about 50 to 75 feet tall, at least compared to the rest of the ground around you. Looking around, you can see you're on top of what looks like a large plain, almost uh, 
Taiga is the word I would use. It's a, it's a frozen plain mm-hmm. with loose scrub that's mostly buried in snow at this point. There is reedy grass that pokes up here and there, but for the most part it is a level plain. To the north of you, you can see a huge range of mountains which cut across the horizon, and a boiling storm rests just above the highest peak. The beautiful aurora sky above you is really tough to look away from if you stop to observe it for any length of time. It is beautiful, just the way these bands of light ripple and weave across the sky. But it is also very, very, very cold. Thankfully, most of you are big furry mammals accustomed to some of weather like this. Gorilla, maybe not so much. But yes, the Pine Martin, who is clasping close to the reindeer, is using the reindeer for much body heat. So you said 50 feet up? Yeah, it's about 50 feet up the hill. Do you just go up and over the hill? I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm... I am at the top of the hill. Okay. At the top of the hill, you find a ring of slowly crusting ice and blue-white light. The realm scar, it seems, is still open and still here at the top of this hill. We should throw our stuff through it. After we're done with this. Yeah. And just hope Captain Bellwether's on the other side still. Uh, Yeah, can we see... I'm going to say people and use it in the most loose sense of the term. So once you get to the top of the hill, you can see that there is a long furrow in the snow that is cut down, leading away from the place where you all tumbled out of the realm scar. And at the bottom of the hill, probably only about like 60, 70 feet away, still trudging through the snow, It's you can only really see the maybe upper half of it, the snow doesn't really come up to much of a height on any of you as animals, but whatever this creature is, it seems to be mostly moving through the snow and sort of trudging and wading through it. Mostly what you see is a gigantic backpack as it's retreating away from you. All right, I start. Yeah, I mean, go for it, Sid. I'm also going to call out like, hey, that's, that's ours. And you'll see the the backpack sort of, like, turn slightly, but you can't really get a good look at whatever it is, and then it'll pick up its pace. Yeah, I'm going to run after it. Yeah, me too. Okay. Pan- the uh, snow leopard speed is 50 feet. The yep. So is the elk. And so is the... Or reindeer. The reindeer. Sorry. Yeah, we're using some modified stats here. I just picked an mm-hmm. animal that was probably going to end up being the closest in terms of size and capacity. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> As the Pine Martin is riding atop the reindeer, you have no trouble keeping up. Um, Grawl, in your gorilla form, you have a little trouble moving through this snow. You're sort of knuckling through with one arm. The other arm has the big greatsword over your shoulder. (laughs) I work as an intimidation factor, okay? Sure. please draw that. I just want want to see that image. So imagine Winston from Overwatch with a greatsword. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking uh, the uh, the uh, George from uh, Rampage with a great sword. There you go. That works sure. too. Yeah. Any gorilla, really. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong. He's an albino one. I don't know if Donkey. Uh, maybe Donkey That's... Kong. Grawl <laughs> is Donkey Kong. Uh-huh. He's the leader of the bunch. Yeah. You know him well. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> so 
you charge forward and quickly catch up with whatever this thing is. Um, and as you get close, you hear it making a <laughs> sound, like it's really struggling to move through this snow and push through. Mm-hmm. And again, you just see this like huge backpack sort of shifting, pushing through the snow. What, uh, what do you do as you get close? I'd like to pounce. Ten? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, is this thing theoretically stole Stormpiercer? So yeah, um, I can make a claw attack if I've so if I've charged at least twenty feet, which is definitely oh yeah, absolutely. Right, done. Uh, I get to make a claw attack. Um, and if and then it needs to make a strength saving throw. Or, sure. And, well, you got to hit first. Yes, that's true. Oh, sorry. Uh, do any of my rogue features apply? No. Okay. I will just roll one then. Um, what would that be? Plus four, probably. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha! 23. 23 is going to be a hit. So, this thing has to make a strength saving throw? Yes. Uh, DC is 12. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's not going to make that. Uh, so Great. you leap at this thing's back and just shove it straight down into the snow, landing on this huge backpack it's got on. The backpack okay, so has the- all manner of stuff tied to it and lashed to it. If There probably is a backpack at the center of it, but it mostly looks like a huge, almost netted bundle of stuff thrown over its hummocky back. Um, so that was a claw attack, so I'm just going to roll the damage for that. Sure. Um, the G4 plus 2... Um, so that was three damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I when I knock something prone, I get to do a bite attack um, as a bonus action. Okay. You want so to gonna... keep on attacking this thing? Yeah, fuck this thing. Sure, yeah. Uh, uh, he's more animal than human now. <laughs> it's uh, true, actually. And more than elf, too. Uh, so this How much was the pounce damage, by the way? Uh, it was three damage. Three. Okay. Uh, yeah, three. So give me a bite attack then. Uh, fuck. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. <laughs> oh, sorry. Good. That's the. I thought no, that that's was the not damage. the damage. No. <laughs> God. That's going to be a hit. So roll me some damage. It's one d six plus two. That's correct. Seven. Seven more damage. Okay. Didn't like that. How is this thing looking? What is it? It, it, Really tough to tell, because you just, like, landed on this thing's back and then just started slashing at it and biting at it. And you get a mouth full of rubbery, horrible flesh as you bite down into this thing. You sort of, like, landed and pushed it into the snow, then rolled it over so that it's on its back. And as you slash and bite at this thing, you get your first good look at it, and it's this horrible, lumpy, potato-shaped creature (gasps) with pink mottled flesh a huge gash across it, the middle of its face, and that gash uh, is its mouth with horrible, like, white teeth sort of on the outside of the flesh. Tiny little black eyes bead right above the slash of a mouth on its face. Its clothing is all, like, stitched together haphazardly of, like, rags and cloth and strange sacking that it's got thrown over its head in a weird hood with bones weaved into the hood. And so all you can see is this 
pink blot of a face that just has a mouth and two little black beady eyes. It has these long, too long arms that come away from its body that probably have more than two joints to them with, like, horrible little grasping hands, and you, its little cloven feet are kicking out from beneath its stitched-together robes, as it says, No, 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 please, please, forgive, forgive. Hey! I just, I just growl in its face, or roar in its face. I don't know if um, leopards can roar, but equivalent. That cat sound, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Aggressive wow. meowing. Hey! You're that, um, Lang guy. Yes, yes, we are Lang. We are Lang. So you're actually stealing stuff this time, and that's bad. No, no, not stealing, not stealing. Beasts have okay, no need for time... things. Okay, last time you took shadows of things, and that was fine, and everything was great, but, like, you actually have our stuff. No, no. T -t Talking danger tube, no, no. We are taking nut stuff. Stuff belongs to people. You not people anymore. Well... Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good argument, but that's not true. We are people. As this reindeer with a <laughs> pine marten riding on its antlers are standing over this like... thing with the uh, the snow leopard on top of it, and eventually, Grawl, you come up behind. <laughs> Wielding a great sword, just waving around no, willy-nilly. Uh, 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 what do you need? What do you want? I want my I want my um hand flower. I made that. And it like the skin around its eyes sort of like widen and you see like it doesn't blink, it's just like the skin recedes away, revealing more of the eye. And it sort of like stares up at you with these pure black orbs. You can't really tell where it's looking. Um but it chatters a little bit with this horrible fleshy sound. It's like, um, yes, yes, of course, yes, of course. Um, I how so oh. how big is it? It is roughly probably the size of a dwarf. It's maybe only about like four and a half feet tall. Um, it's really tough to tell what its precise anatomy is beneath all the weird patchwork robes, but it seems to just have this big potato-like body with arms and legs. Um, I just want to put a paw on him and just, like, keep him down, maybe. And, and when you know. put a paw, definitely just on his chest, you can tell that the, the flesh is spongy. It's got yeah. this give to it. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. It's the creature thing. Ugh. How about you give back all of our items? Uh, um, uh, uh, what is all? What is what? What is all, Threadless? What is all? Well, Sid has that cool sword with the great pommel. Mm. The fancy and I one. And I have my cloak. And my shield. And my lance. And anything else you took from me. Uh, no, your shield and lance were back behind. While they are, I don't know. I don't know that because I couldn't find anything. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, Sid and I got really good perception checks. Could we have found? Yeah, that you, stuff? You, again, I, you found all of your mundane items and sort of gathered them into a pile before you took off. Oh, okay. Okay. Then yeah, we want our forge-bound items back. <laughs> 
this word. The we cloak. Do, we do not know. And the sword. Cloak. Sword. Yes, yes, yes. And the bracelet. Bracelet. Sure. Yes. Hand flower. Golden. Yes. Okay, well, Sid, you gotta get off of him for yeah, him to yes. give our stuff back. Oh, he still has, he's like... Must get off. The past. He's, sc- he's on sc- his... <laughs> scary cat must release Leng. Yes. I, I release him, but I'm still very close, and I'm still growling. And it will sort of, with its its long arms, will sort of dip out and get on either side of it and push it up. And you see its arms almost lengthening as it pushes itself up. <laughs> it doesn't... It articulates very strangely, but the arms will sort of writhe back into its burlap folded robes, and it will come up sort of in this hunched position, staring at you. The skin around its eyes will recede a little bit, bring them back down to the two little dots. But then you see the the flesh around the eye sort of, like, separate just above the eye, so that now there are two eyes revealed on either side of its face, and then a third, and then a fourth, so it seems to have an eye for each of you. And it's all around the same area, but the skin just sort of separates, revealing another eye. So there might be one big orb beneath all of the flesh. It seems to move in that way. Uh, this just keeps getting worse. And uh, this creature will put its pack on the ground and shift towards it with its long, horrible grabby arms and start pulling things off and you see it grab storm piercer and take it off and grab uh, your cloak which what's your cloak's name again i keep forgetting it s a d a g a old man s a d a g a r r sedagar um as well as maz and uh place them on the ground and slowly back away and say Animals now. No need for this. No need. Why you want? Leng has need of such things. Trade. Much value to those who use coin. Animals have no need. But we're not going to be animals forever. <laughs> okay. I grab Stormpiercer. With what? In your mouth? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll pick up. Uh, the cloak within my mouth, and I will kind of try to like <laughs> flip it over my shoulder. And Stormpiercer, uh, in your mind, will say, "Unhand me, you beast!" Oh no, Stormpiercer, that's Sid. Uh, we'll Wait, say, it says it out loud. It says it out loud. Yeah. Um, Sid is a little sad. <laughs> Can Stormpiercer hear us? Uh, yes. Okay, well, I... Stormpiercer, that's Sid. We got turned into animals. Falsehoods and lies, you tiny rodent. <laughs> um, I go and I kind of like... I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine... I think the, the bracelet would be big enough to be a necklace if it was opened up and then clasped around my neck as a Pine Martin. You almost are wearing it like some kind of chainmail bikini, honestly. I was I was gonna say, I think it could go around your whole body. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then I the ring I kinda like flit onto my little hand, my little arm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a really weird situation. Right. Uh, but and then I I uh I cast dancing lights. Okay. Uh you try. 
Oh no. And nothing I have, happens. I have one fucking hit point and I can't even do magic. <laughs> you know what you know what else is shitty about <laughs> this weasel thing is that I can do a bite attack and it's like uh, your damage is 1d1. Just tell me I can only do one point of damage, you asshole. <laughs> Don't tell me 1d1. That's so mean. <laughs> so. <laughs> fucking worst. You gather up Maz, and inside your mind, it will say, quite the predicament you've gotten yourself into. Yeah, no kidding. Why can't I do magic? Because you're a pine, Martin, you fool. <laughs> That's stupid and shouldn't matter. The matter of your blood has always been of importance, child. Oh, damn it. Hit my stupid pine martin forehead you do one damage no <laughs> it's all i have so what are the rest of you doing uh do i get anything from the cloak no the cloak is emanating with sadness and regret oh, oh. me too <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um. Put me okay. down, you damn cat! Uh, I do my best to roll my eyes. But I don't know how well I can do that as a cat. It's a full head roll, just... <clears throat> okay, this is serious. We need to find something from this, from this realm as quickly as possible and bring it back to the realm scar. Can it be anything? A uh, uh, rock or uh... Rock quickly grabs a stick from the ground and starts waving it around. Uh, I'm gonna do an uh, Arcana check with advantage. Okay. I can still do that, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's Maz's power, not yours. Okay, not mine. Okay. Twenty-three. Okay. You recall that Camion needed a piece of a creature native to this realm. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, it has to be a creature. I stare at the thing we are talking to. And it's slowly no. backing away. That's not furtively. from... He's not from this world. It's not from this world. I look at you questioningly. Well, it was in our world. Yeah. It's a traveler. Probably. And it will say, That's yes. That's my best guess. Yes, Leng travels. Leng from distant lands, not from beast lands, not from beast lands. We're wasting time. Yeah. <sighs> well, should we go throw all of our stuff through the realm scar so that nobody else takes anything? And I'll give him, like, a look as he's retreating. And he's... My big reindeer head. Give me an insight check, Tirza. Oh, this better be good. Oh, whew, thank goodness. Okay. Um, how does 15 sound? 
15 sounds like you notice the gauntlet, the uh, small pack of cards, the... <gasps> oh, shit! Oh, shit! Um, hey, the, the beaded necklace of fireballs. Damn it. Yeah. Um. Every magic item that you had they... on you. Yeah, I definitely want my my armor. Yeah. Yes, your glamoured uh, armor is with this how, thing. How far away is this thing? It is. It's slowly backing away. It's only about fifteen feet away at this point. Okay. Hey. <laughs> you you still have. You have to give us back all of our stuff. <gasps> the deck of many things. Oh my god, give that back right now. Um, uh, uh, apologies, apologies. Uh, animals have no need for such things. Why do you want... They're not going to be animals forever. We, oh my god, give we me the have thing. needs for those things. It's a bomb! Oh, and give me my bombs back. <laughs> Man, being an animal is hard. I'm going to need some kind of intimidation or... Persuasion oh, check. Come on. Actually, uh, technically, I'm still good at those for some reason. I'm just getting I, ready to pounce again. Yeah, I was gonna say like I'm I'm big in this form. I'm. Can I assist with that intimidation? Sure. Yeah. Man, because I only got <gasps> not twenty. 11. Give me oh. my stuff back. This is Big scary reindeer looms up over this and I, potatoey creature. And I think she's. I think it's probably more of a fear response than anger. But she starts to breathe heavy, and you know how, like, when big animals do the like big guts, steam are coming out of her. Yeah. While this tiny, tiny weasel is just screaming <laughs> <laughs> frantically, and it will begin tearing out stuff from its bag again and it sets down the uh the studded leather armor and the 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 beaded uh necklace and the the gauntlet of returning and um it will like grab the deck and then look up at all of you look back down at the deck and say this is very dangerous you have no need it's ours give it back just like, place it down on the ground and I, I jump off of Tirza and I like, <laughs> like, place myself over the deck, like. <laughs> Grawl, didn't you have some other magic item as well? Am I missing something? I've been like racking my brain trying to think of what it was, but I don't we remember got. what it was. If you don't have it written down in your character sheet, I'm going to assume it doesn't exist. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <gasps> Does this bastard have my? jar with He's pig of flesh my... in it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, in my pack, I had like a scrap, a scrap of cloth and, and a few other things. I, I Like a gaming set. And... Everyone got a magic item from the Dockmore, and I... I'm curious what you chose. I don't remember either. Um... So, yeah. Um, oh, I remember what it was. And if you don't, that's good. Because um, if you didn't write it down, then you don't remember either. Because A, you've never used it, and B, yeah. you don't remember. I, oh, I don't Can remember. he make an intelligence roll to try and remember? Oh, good. Yeah. That won't yeah. work. 
You don't know. I Let's mean, see if Grawl remembers. You're not going to remember in real life. It's, it's, I don't yeah. know. This is how we're going to get out of it. What would I be rolling for this, Mike? Just a straight up intelligence roll. So whatever you roll plus your intelligence modifier. Okay, well that's not good. Thirteen. Okay. I mean, you think you have everything? You got the sword. <gasps> what else matters? Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm looking through my notes. Healing potions. I really don't remember what you had. I don't either. Probably because you haven't used it before. Ever, actually. Yeah, ever. So. <laughs> This thing Bummer. will bothers this bothers me so much. Back away, throwing it, up its hands. It bother Grawl because he doesn't remember. <laughs> and it will say, "This one has many things. Perhaps we could come to some arrangement. Trades, yes. You have no need of such things, but might need other things. Beasts need not such items, such trinkets, yes." I don't stop glaring at, at it. And I also don't yeah. like my Look, you called us the Threadless. You know that we're people. Well, sort of people. Beasts may be Come Threadless. Beasts may be Threadless. This is no bearing. This is no bearing. You are cut from the weave, and now you are beasts. Even more lesser. Even more small. <laughs> what? What are you... We trade. What could beasts possibly need? You are here in the Beastlands, yes? Yes. As is am. Is... As am I, as am I. I am here, yes, yet I am no beast. Eh? Eh? Mm. There are laws to such places. Laws. Lang is not bound by such laws. Could sell you trinket, could sell you necklace. You be lawless as well. But then we would have need of the things that you think we don't. Now. Conundrum, yes. <laughs> Look, if you guys want to give away your magic items for stuff, that's I fine. I don't. And he'll unloose a, f a fold in his robes and you catch a brief flash of just like spongy gross pink flesh but then the folds yeah, will fall again and it will reveal this swatch that has a bunch of necklaces and trinkets and it will say trades yes yes you will be unbound by the laws of this place yes no I think we'll just go back to the realm scar actually I wish I could talk <laughs> I would say we should just steal them off of it. But. Okay. Um, question, Mike, when we were going well, through all of the well, stuff... You're still a, like a leopard, and you can do whatever you want. So if you want to tackle him again, <laughs> that's up to you, dude. True. Reed, you were saying something? Did, like, was my, like, breastplate and, like, my crossbow and all that stuff back at the... Yep, anything that was non-magical was left behind. That bothers me so bad. <laughs> uh, I... Uh, I don't know if I can pick up the gauntlet. It's big. Mm -hmm. And my mouth is small. 
Grawl, could you, um, could you grab this stuff for me? You don't have to talk. You can just nod. I'll just give a thumbs up. Cool. <laughs> so I can still do that. Um, yay. Um, uh, I pick up the stuff. Now I have a bundle of stuff and a great sword. Okay. And the creature will look at you all, its eyes sort of like morphing down into just the one little bead again as it backs up even farther. It's kind of shuffling backwards now. It's about 20 feet away. It says, you have no need for such things. I, yeah, I turn around. I, I don't care about this thing anymore. I'm going to start walking back towards the yeah, scar. I, yeah. I agree. This guy's wasted so much of our time. I will lower my head down to the ground. You can crawl back onto my antlers. If you'd Thank like. you. And it will shout after you. Leng will always be there, watching, waiting. Beasts die, beasts always die. We will find these items, they will be Leng's. Uh... Oh my god, you're so boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's head back to the Realm Scar. Okay. You head back? Mm-hmm. Uh... As you're walking back up the hill, at a certain point you'll turn around and look and you'll just see the shuffling form of this creature just moving off into the distance. Uh, was also that secondary pack of stuff that I had with my stuff, too? Yes, that was also there. Okay, I have, I have absolutely no idea. I've gone through literally every <laughs> note that I have. <laughs> Though, uh, it was, uh, like, pulled out and, like, the, the stuff inside of it was pushed onto the ground. Though you gathered it up and just shoved it back inside. Is all our gold still there? Uh, yeah. Apparently yeah, this thing... it wasn't magic. Yeah. It's not magic, yeah. I, I'm just curious. Uh, when we get... So when we get to the Realm Scar... Do we know that this leads back to where we came from? Is this like a one-way door, or could this be just to somewhere else? And we we keep hoping that every leap is the leap back home. <laughs> you don't know? That's one for all you Quantum Leap fans out there. Yeah. Alright. Well... Look, we just, as far as I know, we need to find, like, we need to go dig in the dirt for, like, a fucking mouse or something, and then go back, and then get back in. Okay. So, I say, yeah, we, we, we should put all of our stuff back through, uh, and hope that Captain Bellwether can wash it for us. Should <laughs> someone go back through with it? Or... Yeah, just pretend I said that in a squeaky voice. <laughs> I mean, you can still communicate yeah, I vaguely, tend to agree. Uh, Sid. You can nod and like shake your head and Oh, I think that was a pretty apt response. <laughs> 
All right. So <clears throat> you're pushing all your stuff through the the realm scar. So I'm yeah. hesitant to drop his uh, drop storm piercer in the realm scar. Oh, I'm keeping Maz on me. Yeah, I was going to keep the cloak. Mostly for the mental image. <laughs> or the, yeah. A reindeer with a cloak on the, its antlers. With a big purple cloak. <laughs> I imagine Grawl could have helped you, like, settle it over your big broad shoulder so it's draping on you like a horse blanket. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> um, I kind of go up to Grawl and I paw at the studded leather armor. Yep. Uh-huh. And I just kind of like <laughs> nod at you. I nod back. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've got. Can I, I roll I insight anything. to see if I can figure out what they're trying, what it is trying to communicate? Sure. I start trying to Sid, put everything. On give me him. a performance check. Uh, okay. Oh. Um. What's your insight? Because I I also could do that. I have a pretty high insight. My insight is plus four. Oh, okay. Mine's... And what did you just roll? Uh, I mm, just rolled a, an 11. Okay. <laughs> so bad. Um, so am I adding my performance score from my original character sheet? Yes. Because like, it is yes, a okay, charisma-based... Cool skill uh okay so 15 okay so sid is able to pantomime and uh tirza is able to understand what is trying to be conveyed so long as it is fairly simple keep it to one sentence i uh, i i assume it's that you are okay with him throwing the stuff through the realm no, no oh just kidding good i'm so glad that i to put it on Oh, okay. Okay. I can bathe that. My, my real life insight check was higher than yours. <laughs> Great. I don't have to say it. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Because it can kind of, it can change. If shape. you have an hour to attune to it, yes. <clears throat> He's just going to stretch it out. Here's it says. I'm hunting. What are you hunting for? Um, go for it. Some small rodents, a smaller rodent than myself. <laughs> okay. What, what does the, rest the you attunement doing? process uh, involve? Like, do I? It takes. Uh, I can't be doing anything else. Basically, you have to spend an hour focusing on the item and channeling your energies into it. Hmm. Yeah, honestly, it might just be better for us to just hang out here and then. What? What's strange and... is that you were already attuned to this item. You seem mm-hmm. not to be now. Oh, it's probably... I wonder if I can attune to Stormpiercer. That never seemed to be an issue before. Yeah. That's true. As your Forge Bond item, there's like something greater than attunement there. Yeah. Um, uh, Cherish, did you say at all what you were doing? Cherish is hunting through the packed snow looking for a small rodent. I mean, did I mean, she, I did say, did she... I did say out loud, we need to find, we need to find a creature native to this place and take it back with us. Okay, because no I... one else seems to be doing that. Yeah, because I was going to suggest that Sid, the other hunter of our party, well, he's too busy hemming and hawing over his junk. So, I mean, I could, if we can get back now, then I guess I'd rather do that. Um, 
I into it through my feline eyes. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll assist. Um, I'll assist uh, finding something. Grawl, what are you doing Why, while the Pine Martin and the Snow Leopard begin stalking through the snow? Do I still have everyone's stuff that I didn't, like, dole out to them? It's all in a big pile, yeah. kind of by the Realm Scar now. Okay. Um, shoot, I don't know what, what I'd be good for. I could start building an igloo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Can I... I start a fire? With what? Isn't you said there's was like a tundra kind of thing? Are there like are there trees nearby? Like there's like scrub like... and some mm. loose grasses, but nothing substantial. Okay, damn it. Um, and we are on the top of the hill, right? At the moment, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna just be keeping an eye out while they're doing their thing. Okay. Give me a perception check. Not super good at that, but. No, I see nothing. I rolled a five. Uh, six. Cool, cool. It's just a cool snow everywhere. Mm -hmm, okay. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, do, do I have access to Eldritch Sight? Do you try to use Eldritch Sight? Yes, I'm. Okay. You... Open your eyes, and open your eyes again, and again, and again, and again. And you see the magic around you. Okay. The experience is rather intense, because this whole place seems to radiate magic. From the sky above you to the ground beneath your feet, everything around you seems to just hum with magic. Your magical items definitely are highlighted against that background, but there is a base level of the arcane here which permeates everything. Like someone just turned the exposure way up? Yeah. Okay. Um, can I see anything else? Within 30 feet? No. You basically okay. can see the, um... the top of the hill and like some of the the slope, but not much. Okay, since we're on the top of the hill, uh, what do like, the surrounding areas look like? So the area around here sort of stretches off for miles in every direction. This seems to be the only low piece of elevation outside of the mountains far to the north. To the south of you, you can see some kind of dark blotch on the horizon. You're not quite sure what it is. To the east, you see what looks like a shimmering bright light. You're not quite... It's reflecting the sky in some way, but you don't know what precisely it is. You're too far away. And to the west, it just seems to stretch out forever in, like, rolling tundra. Um, and then besides uh, us up here, we're, is there any way to, like, discern, like, tracks of anyone else in the snow that uh, may have I, come in before us? I would need some kind of survival check. Great. That's not good. That's a uh, that's a five. So that's not going to get me anything. Yeah, there's there's, there's a lot of disturbances from where you sort of rolled down the hill and the big track that the creature Lang sort of dragged through the snow, and those are really the only things you can see. 
Sid and Cherish also give me survival checks as you go hunting. All right. Sid, you I have advantage on this. Okay, great, thank you. I got a four. Okay. Uh, I got a 18. Okay. While they're doing that, Tirza, what are you doing? Uh, I am still keeping watch. I don't know that I'm going to be incredibly helpful. Okay. So you're staring off into the horizon, sort of looking at this 360 panoramic view. Cherish, you're sort of snuffling through the snow, and you find some, like, roots and tubers buried beneath the snow that are definitely uh, semi-attractive. You also yeah, find some... Not much in the way of insect life or anything out here, or small rodents such as yourself. Sid, mm -hmm. as you are stalking down the hill, sort of moving in a spiral away from your friends, the wind shifts and you stiffen. You raise your head, you sniff the air, and you can smell the prey. Something about this place, something about your new body, you're not sure what it is, but there's a tingle that runs down your spine, a sense of anticipation as you can smell the caribou. They're probably <gasps> a herd, maybe 20 strong, about two miles to the east. Mm. Well, I have no way to communicate this to anyone, so... I guess I'll just follow my nose. Okay. So you strike eastward? Yeah. Okay. You all see Sid bounding through the snow, moving with silent, deadly precision, streaking away from the hill. What do you all do? Uh, I think Cherish perks up, uh, and she's like, Oh, he must have found something. I'll go after him. Somebody needs to stay here. I mean, I, I can, I should be able to run as fast as him, so I can take you. Okay, Grawl, stay here and protect our stuff. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, th the single thumbs up. Single thumbs up. Oh man. So. Yep, I scoop. I scoop. Scooper. Okay. Scoop and, me. And charge off following Sid. Grawl, you are quickly left alone on this whim select hill. <laughs> Sorry, Reed. That's okay. Uh, a you lot. Not as bad as leaving the one HP individual here <laughs> by themselves. Oh, yes. So you hunker down in that gorilla squat next to the pile of stuff. Sort of mm -hmm. just looking around, not quite sure what to do when you hear the faint tinkling of icicles coming from behind you. Damn it. Okay. I'm gonna rotate, rotate myself. And you see little blue-white antenna kind of poking up out of the portal. They're sort of tasting the air. They tinkle with that icicle sound. You see the frost sort of dripping off of this mothy antenna that are coming out and the big wide eyes sort of poking out of this portal and you see this huge silver white moth 
crawling up out of the portal, settling on its rim, that little shaking sound, the tinkling of icicles accompanying it, and it will sort of orient itself, looking in every direction. I'm going to wave at it. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem to acknowledge you, but it will settle near the rim of the realm scar, and then you see another one poke its antennas out, and another, and another, and another, before soon there is a ring of them, sort of settling down, all facing outward, their backs to the realm scar, their wings just gently twitching every now and then. And as they settle down, you see them slowly fade out of existence. All that's left is occasionally the wind will sweep up the snow, and their outlines can be seen in the frosty wind. Okay. That's Mm. cool. I still don't know what to make of those. You're not alone, Grawl. What are you doing with your greatsword? I kind of had it like I was squat down in the gorilla squat, Mm -hmm. you know, crisscross kind of whatever. And it was Mm -hmm. just kind of across my lap, like if you were to have like a keyboard on your lap. Okay. Yeah. You notice that as opposed to the the dire cold that is seeping into your bones all around you, the blade of your sword is... It's warm by comparison. It is room temperature. There is a a stuffy warmth to the blade that never seems to dissipate. It's almost undetectable in other circumstances, but against the fierce cold of this place, it is very apparent. Okay. That the sword rests at a comfortable, like, 65 degrees. Uh, mm. Okay. So, the rest of you are streaking across the tundra, following the bounding form of the snow leopard. The ground just melts away beneath your movement. You're f- fleet creatures, both the reindeer and the snow leopard, moving a prodigious 50 feet per move action. You can cover close to 100 feet every round, which is about six seconds. So, you're just the distance is melting away behind you. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Sid, your instincts tell you to stop and you freeze and you find yourself crouching behind a large kind of ratty bush out in the middle mm-hmm. of this tundra. And Tirza, you are coming up behind and you see now the herd of caribou moving across the plains. These huge, shaggy animals. They look like massive versions of yourself. So <laughs> reindeer, but like heavier built. Um, some kind of crossbreed, perhaps, between reindeer and yak. They're these huge, musty creatures. And they seem to be just like grazing the scrublands out here. The snow is less dense here. You're moving across packed earth and permafrost. <sighs> Those are no. probably going to be a little too big, but I suppose it's better than nothing. Sid, you I are hungry. Look. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, oh boy. <clears throat> Reindeerza might be a vegetarian when we get back. <laughs> um, 15. Okay. You are now using the leopard's charisma score. Oh, shit. 
It's not good. Not good. Whoops. Oh, shit. Tirza and Cherish, I need you to give me wisdom saving throws. Oh, God. Tirza, as you smell the herd of creatures out in the distance. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, 21. 18. Okay. There is this innate sense, Tirza, that you're just like, oh, gotta run with the herd. But you fight that feeling, and you reassert your own personality. Cherish, there's this immediate, like, oh, giant thunder beasts need to hide, can't be out here. But you're just like, no, that's... That's, that's, that's dumb, I'm a person. Right. <laughs> Sid. Yeah. You know I'm there just... is a weak one out there among the herd. Oh. Oh. Sorry, I'm trying to, trying to find the original stat, but my internet is not working great on my phone okay um, well the charisma score of the creature you are now are is seven yes Thank you. that's a negative two two, two okay um so one of them's weak you can smell there is some kind of weak one out there among the herd um i try to spot that Give me a perception check with advantage. This is so bad. We need to get out of here so quickly. Girl's having a good time. Girl's doing great. Girl's not that much different. (laughs) Fair enough. I got a 15. About the same amount of talking. 15? Okay. As you. Sniff the air again, your keen eyes staring out over the herd. You see that not that far from where you are is a small, young caribou. Oh! Less than a year old. Oh, man. Browsing near its mother. All right, I'm going to try and sneak up. Cherish? Tirza, what do you do as you see the slow, sinuous motions of the cat's shoulders moving forward as the snow leopard getting low against the the frosty right, ground? I, this is all according to plan. Yeah, it's, it's I don't know it. that. Yeah, I don't know that Tirza would even realize. Reindeerza, sorry, would even realize that this is like not part of the plan. Sid's doing such a good job. Yeah, go Sid. <laughs> Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. You're slowly creeping forward. Mm Mm-hmm. Give me a stealth check. Um, 16. Okay. The mother caribou will point its head up, look around. You freeze low to the ground. Tail twitching ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. The calf just keeps feeding, seemingly unaware. The mother will glance around the horizon briefly and then go back to grazing. Okay. Slowly creeping forward. Mm-hmm. You're within pouncing distance of the young caribou. Does it look like I could carry it? 
or I guess I'd have to drag it. I don't know. Yeah. You're not that big of a cat. You're a snow no. leopard, which is not, you're not like as big as a tiger, but you're still a really big cat. Yeah. But this thing, yeah, you'd have to either drag it away or eat it here. Those are your options. <sighs> the mother's right there. It's probably, the mother's pretty big too, huh? Definitely. Um. All right. Um. Give me another wisdom saving throw. Oh my god! I rolled a fifth. I thought I did well last time too. You did do well. <laughs> the first save DC to see if you could talk was fifteen. Oh well. Uh. Seven is this roll, so... <laughs> Looks like Tears is next. <laughs> Any inhibitions you might have had begin to melt away. And I'm you are so now... I can run as fast as it. <laughs> you are now using the panther's, or the snow leopard's, uh, intelligence score. <laughs> which is three. Yep. Yeah. That's a negative four. Mm -hmm. I know that because that's my strength score. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. As a Whoa. Pine Martin, yes. Oh, that's as a Pine Martin. Oh, oh okay. yeah. No, as a Pine Martin. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, Sid. It's not great as a tiefling. Yeah. But... The prey is in front of you. It cannot run as fast as its mother. You know that caribou flee at the sight of violence against their own. Unless they are backed into a corner, they will not try to seek retribution that is not the way of things okay now i'm gonna pounce okay give me a pounce attack okay Bad. um because that would be plus four i believe 19 19 is a hit okay it needs to make a strength um, saving throw ooh. oh that is only a six. Oh, he's down so Give me those claws in that bite. Okay. Um, I do need to roll the, the bite attack, too. Yes. Um, uh, the claw attack <laughs> is uh, six damage for the claw attack. Okay. Um, and then I'll do the bite. Um, that would be... The bite needs to hit uh, as well, yeah? Yes, it needs to hit. Uh, Twelve. Twelve will hit. Okay. Give me bite damage. That is seven damage. All right. You lunge out from an... As from the distance, what you see, Tirza and Cherish, is this snow leopard. It's perfectly capable of camouflaging in this white-brown terrain. It lunges forward, streaking across the ground, leaping straight for the throat of the young caribou. It lets out a belated as the claws of the snow leopard dig into its sides, just beneath the neck near the shoulder, dragging it to the ground. With a flash of teeth and a spray of crimson, this creature's throat is torn open by the snow leopard. The rest of the caribou let out hooting sounds of panic and distress and begin charging away in the opposite direction of all of you. 
The snow leopard digs its muzzle into this thing's throat, ripping and tearing. It will struggle and flap around on the ground a little bit, but it is clearly already dead and just doesn't know it. Yeah, I think Tirza is in prey response, so Cherish, you're up. Um. Is in what response? Prey. Like, I think this is scary. So are you praying? No, 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 I'm so sorry. P-R-E-Y. Pray response. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Then give me a wisdom saving throw. I knew as soon as I said that I was going to have to do that, so. <gasps> Eight. All right. You are now using the reindeer's charisma score. Your force of personality being overridden by the fear response of seeing this creature you bolt in the opposite direction a predator has taken prey and you need to get away from here that is the correct response well sorry guys peace i guess we're just animals now Uh, can i jump there is there is a piece of you tirza that logically knows that that is your friend sid that has taken down an animal and that you that looks exactly like me but shaggy but there is like some instinct in you now is just nope need to run so at least for this round you bolt in the opposite direction okay. i want to i want to jump off of tears as soon as possible I, okay i mean i'm moving really fast dude but as soon like but there's this bucking panicked motion that's clearly yeah. something wrong with tearsa as she's bolting and you just jump off of the the reindeer Mm-hmm. Uh, you land pretty easily. You're a tiny weasel, and um, like prairie dog, back up, looking around. What do you do? Yeah, like fucking what? I'm gonna go towards Sid, but I am going to uh, do so stealthily. Okay. Uh, which I have a plus five two as a mar- as a weasel. Pine Martin. Yeah. Uh oh, bummer. That's only. 13. Sid, if you could give me a perception check with advantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna get eaten. I'm gonna get eaten. <laughs> such a bummer. Uh, 14. <laughs> Damn it. The hair on the back of your neck stiffens as you, like, lift up out of the, the carcass of this young caribou, blood staining your muzzle. You turn and look and you see a small scavenger scampering across the ground, sort of looking for some kind of scrap of your kill, your prey, your food. Mm-hmm. I, I growl. <laughs> I I stop. Sid! It, Sid, it's... It's making weird, jabbering sounds. <gasps> no! Um, yeah, I sort of take a defensive stance uh, in front of the caribou. Mm-hmm. I, what are you... That's gross. Sid, what's wrong? I keep growling. You see the blood staining the front of Sid's like lower jaw and face. It's spattered all over his claws and low upper body. <sighs> this is bad. Um <laughs> Okay, um, I'm gonna go get Grawl. Uh, don't go anywhere, please. And I scamper off. 
I understand none of that, and I go back to eating the caribou. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... <laughs> so, Tirza, eventually you are able to reclaim your senses, and you begin wandering back as Cherish is breaking away from Sid. There is still... Okay. You're fighting every instinct you have walking towards this To walk this fresh towards kill. this leopard, yeah. yeah. But Cherish, eventually you meet back up with Tirza. Uh, um, I think Sid is getting a little too into it. There's something about this place. I Tirza's voice is low and husky as it's coming out of this reindeer's mouth. There's something wrong with this place. Oh, I don't uh I I don't feel like myself anymore. Oh, this is bad. Um Yeah. Grawl. I can't believe I'm so small. Yes. <laughs> what are you doing? Um in the far distance, looking to where your companions go, you can sort of make out the distant movement of this huge herd of animals like Shuddering across the plane. Um, interesting. Uh, do I hear like any anything coming from that way, or you just see that? You just see, see it. it. It's may maybe if you really listened hard, you could like hear a distant like rumble, but it's nothing to write home about. Okay, have I noticed anything else besides that one thing? Yeah, the environment is as I described it earlier. Other than that, there's nothing okay. really of note around here. The moths are still small and silent. Uh, I wonder what would happen if I go back through the portal. <laughs> Basically, that's what I'm asking. Is do you? Yeah, I, 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 I want to go to poke my. I want to do the same thing that Cherish did with the, with the the hooting, and I want to poke my head through. <laughs> But I know if I just do that, I'm probably going to get sucked back through. But hey, why not? I'm not on a uh, rip-roaring adventure. Um, <laughs> can I go up to the moths? Can I touch the moths? You try to touch the moths? Yeah. Sure. Okay. okay. Your hand passes mm -hmm. right through them. Cool. Are, are they like attached to the portal? Do I get sucked in, or are they like on the edge? No, they're on the the, the rim around it. They seem to be demarcating the the event horizon of this thing. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, neat. Why not? I'm gonna pl uh, just gloop. Okay. okay. So, Grawl, you go spinning and tossing through that aurora borealis of colors. Uh -huh. This time, you are expecting what is coming, so you manage to hold on to consciousness as you go spinning back through the realm scar and are deposited, kind of thrown unceremoniously up and out of it on landing onto the soft snow. And you roll over, grunting, sort of like clutching at the great sword that has fallen like less than a foot away from you, pulling it towards you. And you look down at the large, furry gorilla arm... 
mm-hmm. like look down at your hand, and then you hear mm-hmm. the tightening of a bowstring behind you. <laughs> yep. And Captain Bellwether saying, "Stay where you are." And I think it is there that we will take oh. our break. <laughs> yeah, if only one of us who could speak uh, went through. And when we return, oh man, more Such adventures in the Beastlands. Well, what a way so, to go. The rest of this podcast is just just us living out our animal lives. Uh, Mike, can you Mike. give me your best David Attenborough impression? Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> Here we see the native Sidian Emberlite in his snow leopard form as he streaks across <laughs> the ever-growing landscape of the Beastlands. He will eventually, of course, find himself a mate and settle down and have many leopard babies. <laughs> Greetings, my friends. Omatep Duskwalker here, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM. Here today to talk to you about something a little bit larger than I am used to. And that is the multiverse. The multiverse is, well, it's everything. It is the planes above and below, the plane we are standing on, and those just to the left and to the right. At the center of things, we have the prime material. That's where all this fun stuff happens. Generally, where I'm selling my wares, and where all of you people are having grand adventures. Whether it be on the world of the Tempest Rest Valley, or some other plane of existence, like, oh, I don't know, Athis, or Eberron, or even those crazy forgotten realms. No one's quite sure where we put those things. Just beyond that, we have the mirrors of our own worlds, the Feywild and the Shadowfell. Light and darkness, growth and decay. Neither is good or evil, but both have factors that are extremely dangerous. I don't recommend going to either. Then there's the elemental planes, and then outside of those, that's when we start getting really crazy. The outer planes. These are places of very specific function and detail, Some of them owned by gods or demons, devils, and other powers out there in the giant swirling sphere that is the multiverse. It's on those outer planes that you really start having to watch out for yourself, because each is bound by specific sets of rules that can change and warp the way you perceive the world, or even your own physical attributes. I mean, there's this one place, I think it's called the Beastlands or something, where if you stay there too long, you turn into an animal, and you can get trapped like that. It's really awkward, and I really hope it doesn't happen to anyone I know anytime soon. I mean, (laughs) but what are the odds? Of course, there are ways around these laws. Ways of moving in and out of the planes without, eh, tripping certain alarms. I'm not saying I know how to do these things, but of course, uh, Duskwalker Import and Export is a port of call in many strange harbors, as it were. I will say, though, if you're going to go around circumventing multiversal laws, please, be careful. There are certain factions out there that really don't appreciate it. Anyway, let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had gone out into a place called the Beastlands, or so it was called by a strange traveler from the far-off plateau of Leng. It is there that they all found themselves in animal forms, but also quickly discovering that they might be losing themselves to those animalistic instincts and motivations. But, 
At the very last moment, our friend Grawl, who was left behind to guard the stuff, <laughs> decided... such a good job. He's doing a great job when he... he was! Um, leapt back through the realm scar just to see what I, would happen. I have a plan, I think. I don't have a plan. And behind him, he heard the pull of a bowstring and the familiar voice of Captain Lucia Bellwether saying, Stay right where you are. As this gorilla with a greatsword came hurtling out of a portal. <laughs> okay. Again, everyone's favorite children's book. <laughs> holding, I'm holding the greatsword up above my head and mm -hmm. pointing at it. And she is going to make an insight check to see. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Please. I brought her along mm. for a reason. And she rolled a 19. Oh, okay. Nice. Yes. So she will cock a brow. Like, the bow is still drawn, still pointed directly at your heart. And she will just say, Grawl? <laughs> the world's best. <laughs> Biggest head nod. <laughs> and with a look of supreme confusion, she will slowly let the arrow down and just stare at you with fascinated, curious, and slightly horrified eyes. <laughs> and she'll say, what? What happened? What? What? I'm now pointing at the portal and then doing the, like, head-to-toe arm wave. You went through the portal and it turned you into a giant ape? Mm. Thumbs up. <laughs> All the way. <laughs> In fact, I might be the best one to do this that can't talk. And she will, like, now completely lower the bow. Her shoulders will sag slightly in this look of just utter confusion. And she'll say... That's two, girl. Did, did you all turn into giant apes? What happened? Ooh. You've been gone for a little while Wait, now. Can I try talking? You can try. Okay. Does it... Do, what, do I roll? You try to talk and it just comes out... Oh, okay. Ah, Gotta okay. learn sign like Coco. Okay, because I got time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Um... No. Um, is there any, like, <laughs> how about, uh, is there any blood from Lenny leftover corpses? I'm going to do some finger painting. All of the blood has been <laughs> dried out in the cold at this point. Aw, boo. You've been gone for probably close to an hour. Okay. Um, is there enough snow that I can write things in the snow? Sure. Great. Cool. I'm going to draw, I'm going to write Sid and then draw, a, like, a cat face. Just draw the little, like, cat image from the Lion King. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like, Tirza. Sid is a cat, alright. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna do the, 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 the arm thing for big cat. Large big cat. cat, okay, yep, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. uh, Tirza, reindeer. That one's a little harder to construe, mm -hmm. unless you just literally write out reindeer. Picture first, it doesn't go over well, then okay. I write reindeer. I write reindeerza. All right, and she shakes her head and goes, okay. And then the last one, Cherish, is... I don't, I don't know if Grawl knows what, what Cherish really is. I, yeah. Some I, kind of long rat. 
I was yeah. gonna say like <laughs> long rat had something. Danger noodle. Danger or... tube was that what the thing yeah. called me? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Some sort of like elongated rat form. Some kind of weasel or stoat. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is. She is a bark watcher. She's a, a ranger. Grawl doesn't know what that is. So wherever you went, you transformed into all these different animals. Where are the others? Are they okay? Are they dead? Thumbs, Thumbs up. up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, what does this mean? Are you stuck like this? Yeah, my... <laughs> Makes a, it's a, it's maybe. a halfway thumb. Uh, yeah. yeah. I point at her and then point at the portal. No. I am not going Please. in there. <laughs> what if I transform into an animal? <laughs> Says the tabaxi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? You can't say that, so... Uh, I know. Your exasperated expression, uh, she looks at you and says, there doesn't seem to be any sort of correlation to what you transformed into. I could turn into a giant dog or something, and I do not want to be a dog. I don't know how Hobgoblin relates to a giant ape, so it seems completely random to me. Huh. Well, that was my plan. And she says, "What am I doing?" And she casts speak with animals on herself. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and she says, "Can you understand me?" Thank you. Okay, oh, good. God, I got so tired of signing stuff. Yes, no. I I was running out of ideas. I forgot myself for a moment because you are now a giant ape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> with a great sword. I still have the sword. That's good, though. Anyways, um, yes, Sid is now a large cat. Cherish is the tiny stoat thing, and sure, and 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 Tirza is a reindeer. Okay, uh, what can I do without going through the portal? That was kind of my plan. Yeah, I. <laughs> I feel as though if I go through the portal, I will not be of any help to you because I too will be an animal. See, Reed thought because she was already part animal kind of thing, you know, <laughs> and like, this would be cool. If you like, try to explain that logic, she will uh, have a reaction. I feel be very offended, yes. Mm. Grawl will see the, the like, the, the, the mental tightrope he is trying to walk and just be like, nope, not even going <laughs> to attempt to do that. So, um, crap. So you say crap in like a big gorilla <laughs> yeah. voice mm -hmm. and we cut back to Tirza Cherish riding your antlers you stare in the distance as uh, Sid having eaten his fill of the uh, the young caribou is now curling up near its warm corpse for a bit of an, a cat nap Oh, cute you are, you are full of hot warm meat and now it is time to sleep briefly Yum, yum, yum. Oh, man. 
This is so bad in so many ways. We need to get that caribou into the portal. We need to get Sid into the portal. Cherish, think... what do we do? Uh, I have no idea. Um, we need, we definitely need Grawl, though, so we should go back to the portal. Where what he's if definitely he... still waiting with all of our stuff. What if, what if Sid runs off? What if we lose him? What if he's stuck here forever? Well, Tirza, he's like a predator. Like a big one. What are we going to do to get him to the portal without dying? I don't know. Can you both give me intelligence checks? Fifteen. Uh, six. Cool. Cherish. Uh, unless you want me to, is wait, was it intelligence or was it charisma that was switched over? Charisma. Because if it's charisma, okay. Because if it was if it was intelligence, it would be a two. <laughs> no, it's charisma for now. Your your force of personality is being superseded by the reindeer. Okay. Cherish, as you say, you don't know what to do. You kind of like little pine martin head droops a little bit. Your ears sort of just like drooping. Um and you're thinking about what this place is doing to you and the voice of the the lang creature echoes back in your mind it only it happened less than an hour ago but it had said there are laws to this place you are bound by the laws we are not Stupid potato. Stupid. <laughs> um. Tirza, what are you contemplating in this moment? Nothing is occurring to you, per se, on like um, an intellectual plan and level. And I think be the reason... Well... <laughs> She's she's dumb. I love her, but she's dumb anyway. But uh, I think she's also just really worried about all of us, but specifically Sid being a scary cat boy now. Okay. So is there anything that Tirza would do in this moment be that when nothing occurs to her? God, this place isn't even bound by the outer storm, so... I... That is true. For the first time in Tirza's life, outside of, like, the weird landscapes brought on by the Skade Witch, you are in a place that isn't anywhere close to the outer storm. There's no even presence or remnant of it here. Yeah. I don't know. 
Um, Mostly, I, just, I I would like to get an idea of in in this space of near hopelessness, what is it that Tirza's response to this is? Is it just to shake your head and say I don't know? Um. No, I mean I think at the core of this, yeah, okay. I, I'm not to put too fine a point on it, but I am testing your faith at the moment as a paladin. Uh, yes, but I don't know about anything. Like, oh man. My big question here yeah, is: What is what does Tears of Fall back on in a moment of hopelessness? I mean, prayer is what she has done. Um, what is that? What she does now? God, this place is weird. Um, and it makes her feel weird. Uh, uh, yeah, I think she... I think she does. I think she lowers uh, Cherish to the ground. And I think she can't kneel because she's a big deer. But I think she kind of like... like lays down on her little haunches and um, like puts her head down and yeah just I don't even know if it's like a focused prayer or if it's a just like she wants to be rebound by the storm like this place is unnatural and she has always been protected by it. And okay. so, yeah, I think she prays. Cherish, what are you doing as Tirza does this? As the thought um, of the Lang creature's words echo in your head. So, I mean, the last time we saw it, it was walking, like, was it northward? Yes. Um... That was like an hour ago, so it's probably long gone. Half hour, 40 minutes ago, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Cherish is just trying to think of a way to find it or get it back to where they are. Okay. And do you have any reactions to what Tirza is doing? Um, I mean... Cherish, I think Cherish, like, can sense that Tirza is sad, because, like, this is a, a moment, a kind of a moment of crisis for everybody, and so, like, I don't think that, I, when Tirza, like, lowers her head for Cherish to get, get off, I think she does, and kind of gives her some space mm -hmm. while she's trying to, while, while Cherish is trying to figure out how to get that horrible potato creature back. Okay. Tirza, give me a religion check. Five. She's... There's no storm here to pray to. It's true. 
Call out to the storm. Call out to Shammer and the Wise for some kind of guidance. Call out to Ozzy Dahaka for some kind of power to enact change. You call out to Adranjinyi for some kind of change to the situation. And there's no response. For a long, long moment, there's just quiet, the wind whistling across this plain. Grawl, what are you doing? Um, I'm trying to come up with a plan uh, with um, with Bellwether. Because um, I don't know what to do. Um, she doesn't know what to do either. I'm... This is totally outside of her. <sighs> she is a tracker and a hunter and a a woods person. But she can talk to everyone. She can talk to animals here. <sighs> is it a gift she can impart on me? Um, is it? That is a very good question, actually. I do not believe so. I, I think, think speak with animals is just self. Yeah, I believe so. I'm just double checking. Um, yes, range self. And only last okay. ten minutes. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what to do. So I guess I'm going to jump back through the portal. Okay, and there's definitely a moment when... Captain Bellwether's just like, ah, 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 but yeah, and then you just <laughs> dive on back through. <laughs> One thing you noticed while you were here is that the, the tinkling sound of the moths had disappeared. Okay. But you quickly regain that sound as you come out on the other side of the portal. And this Ooh. time you just like, boom, land. You're just like, all right. Well, that wasn't third time. It's actually becoming like sort of, you're more accustomed to the transition. So you're able to just land and been like, all right, okay. Getting the hang of this. Okay. Is anyone back? Off in the distance, northward, where the others had gone, you come out onto the top of this hill and... You are a tad startled because about two miles away, uh, towering, blocking out a large chunk of the horizon, um, covering up some of the mountains, is the biggest snake you've ever seen in your damn life. <laughs> My dad's here! <laughs> Mom is here. Sorry. Sid? Yes. You are coming awake and staring up in abject horror as this massive snake <laughs> is towering hundreds of feet into the air, but not making any sound. But your uh, your sense of smell immediately picked up on this thing. I'm going to run and find a hiding place. I mean, you're cowering up against the corpse of this caribou, yeah. which is really the only cover for a good distance away. I guess How so, big are yeah. we talking here? Are we talking like world serpent? We're talking, this thing is an easy 500 feet long, and oh, as it as it's God. coiled, about 200 feet of it is just up in the air. Oh, that's so cool. And it's, it's not making any sound. But Tirza, as you finish your prayers, a deep, 
rumbling voice that seems to be everywhere just shakes your very bones as it says, Why do you weep, my child? Uh... It doesn't cast a shadow. It doesn't... Make any sound. There's no sound of, like, deep, resonant breathing. There's no rustle of scales. Just suddenly, this towering colossus of a serpent is behind you. It has strange, horned protrusions coming out of the back of its skull. Its scales are the color of a rainbow, shifting constantly with color. Um... Do I do I know immediately, like... Oh, this is oh. Adranjini. This is the rainbow serpent. Yeah, okay. Serpent. That's I yeah. I just I figured I would, but I yeah. Uh I'm I'm lost and I I want to go home and and I don't know what to do and and I never know what to do, but my friend is in danger, and... Uh, you're here, are... Yes. Um, yeah. I, like, lower my whole body to the ground in, like, a brief little, like, supplication. Um... Cherish, this is the biggest goddamn snake you've ever seen. <laughs> Honestly, uh, as a as a um, weasel weasel type thing, I think it's time for me to make a wisdom saving throw. Fair enough. Um, because this is a snake. It's true. And those those are bad. <laughs> and it's big. And it's big. Though I will say this much: it doesn't smell like anything. Like, whatever Weasley instincts are purely from the visual iconography of this thing. Oh, okay. So I don't need to make wisdom. Oh, no, you still do. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Let me do that. Just giving you some information. Oh, it's an 18. Okay, you're fine. I'm well, you're not fine, but... <laughs> I'm the smartest weasel on the planet. <laughs> on this planet, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, no, I'm not fine, but I'm I'm like I'm I think uh uh earlier you kind of described a like prairie dog motion and that is definitely what Cherish is doing right now. Kind of like jaw dropped, but I'm a but I'm a weasel. Okay. The coils of the serpent will shift, making no sound, and its head will slowly come down to where it's maybe only like a hundred feet above you. And it's blocking out the sky. Uh, you called, child of the storm. And Adranjini answered. Yes, and... I humbly ask your guidance. I... Um, 
I am not myself and I cannot serve in in this form. You seek transformation. Yes. Andren Jinyi does not offer guidance. That is the domain of my sister. Andren Jinyi offers rebirth. Is this what you seek? Yes. The giant serpent will move with a lightning speed, coiling around, encircling this whole area. Sid, you're just like frozen in place as you see the massive coils of the snake consume a football field size area around the three of you. Grawl, what are you doing at the top of the hill as you see this happening? <laughs> uh, um, as this kaiju-sized snake begins coiling I'm, itself. I, I'm doing the comic, like, back and forth between, like, snake, portal, snake, <laughs> portal. What did I come back to? Um, uh, can I see anyone else? It's so far away. I mean, the, this thing is so huge that you can see it. It's probably two miles away. But this thing is gigantic. Have I seen anything like this before, Mike? No. You sure? Positive. Okay. I it's mean, not, yeah. No. This thing's scales ripple with l lightning and rainbow colors that are slightly familiar, but this thing is clear and visible as opposed to the strange rippling serpentine motions you've seen within the outer storm. Okay. Okay. That's what I. That's what I was trying to get at. Okay. Grawl, uh, I'll give you a lesson on the beliefs of the Jarashir when we get home. <laughs> you, you're so far away, and Grawl wouldn't listen. But, no, but, I know. Grawl, what Grawl are you doing listen. when you see this happen? I'm just going to stand and stare at it. Okay. I don't want to move in case it can see me. And it's as it coils around and wraps around this area, its head will lower to the ground. And its head is the size of a building. Its eyes, these huge orbs that are larger than any set of double doors you've ever walked through. The lids will blink slowly sideways as these huge slitted eyes stare directly at you, Tirza. And then it will just open its mouth in front of you. I get in. I get in the mouth. <laughs> Cherish, you see this is your reindeer-shaped friend get up and walk straight forward towards the mouth of this humongous serpent. What do you do? Um, I, I think that Cherish like squeaks like not in the way that a pine martin makes noise like it's communicating but like in the way that you're a person and you see something and you're like ah. <laughs> um and she like goes down on all fours and then back up <laughs> <to the> haunches, <laughs> and then down on all fours again and then haunches and is like 
trying to like i can't stop her from doing like i can't this is bad and this shouldn't happen but i don't think that anything actually useful manifests from any of this <laughs> okay so you watch as tirza's reindeer form i mean tirza do you do anything before walking into the snake's mouth no <laughs> okay i'm gonna get it <laughs> So this is awesome. In oh this, my god, if this is if this is how I go out, like I'm happy to rewrite a new character. This is great. Tirza walks straight into the mouth of this humongous serpent. Its fanged jaws slowly closing around the reindeer as it disappears down this thing's gullet. And there is a long terrible moment of utter <laughs> silence <laughs> as the wind whips across the empty plain, seemingly unstopped by the massive bulk of this snake. And the moment stretches and continues. Grawl still just staying where you are? <laughs> I... I... I mean, like, if I don't, I'm not going to get there in time to do anything. I want to yell at it, but I'm I'm an ape. <laughs> what am I going to do to the giant snake? I, that's what I'm asking. This is like a battle. I like, I can't win this. I don't know if girl thinks that. I don't know. Nothing? Look at it. Eldritch Blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have a range for that. It's too far away. I want to look at it. I just want to, just in case, I want to just, like, open my sight and look at, at, at this giant snake. Your sight is overwhelmed with rainbow light. It's almost cool. blinding looking at You're not sure what you're looking at, but it's so intensely magical that you just, you immediately have to close your eyes. Okay. Dudes. Okay. Dudes. I don't. I. So, you stare in awed disbelief at this giant serpent. You see its mouth open and close. It's so big that you can't help but see all of these motions. Other than that singular hinged open and close, it makes no other movements. Cherish, you watch the reindeer form of your friend disappear into the snake. It's. Eyes slowly close, its mouth still closed, and there is a lonely howl of wind across the plain as nothing happens for a full minute. And then two. And then three. Tirza? And when you say her name in a low voice, the snake's mouth slowly begins to open, and a bright blue-white light emanates from the deep darkness within it. And walking out of the snake's mouth, bedecked in blue and white scale mail, is tears a cloakbearer, wielding a purple... 
having a purple cloak draped over her shoulders. She appears older than she did before she walked through the portal into the Beastlands. Taller, more confident. Whoa. A Tirza in her prime, perhaps. She doesn't have any weapons or uh, anything else that she might have had, but, like, she is armored at the very least. And she strides out of this thing's mouth, confident and standing tall. Human once again. I I sort of, like, skitter forward a little bit and, and then stop. Cherish, it's... It's alright. Everything's gonna be alright. Okay. And then run up on her. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna turn... And I will, with being careful not to jostle, well, little Pine Martin, um, I will kneel on to one knee. Uh, um, sorry, I'm trying to think of fake scripture. <laughs> and as you try to find the words, the voice of the serpent, which... I mean, everyone can hear. Um, says, Words matter not, child of the storm. It is your actions and deeds which mark the world. You bring change and transformation. This is good. It is your indecision which brings destruction. The way of thunder speaks to action. Remember I, under <clears throat> I understand and remember. Walk swiftly from this place. My presence here will have attracted the attention of those more powerful. Everyone can uh, hear that, or is it just Tirza? Tirza and Cherish and Cat Sid. And in the distance, you can definitely hear the rumbling, but it sounds like thunder. Okay. Oh, yeah, it does. <clears throat> Th thank you. And as you say thank you, it's just suddenly gone. Yeah. There's no flash of light. There's no dramatic scene of magic. It's just gone. There's no mark distinguishes its presence. There's no huge track on the ground that would give away the presence of a colossal snake such as this. 
Adren Jinyi, the Rainbow Serpent, is simply not there. Uh, and I think I, I, um, I guess I don't even really need to turn to Cherish because she's on my shoulder, but I say to her, okay, let's find Grawl and then let's find Lang and let's, let's take care of this. Okay. And then I, I will, what is the Sid? Leopard doing, Kidian doing. Um, having a panic attack. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the danger's gone. It's fine now. Uh, You're a snow leopard. You won't dwell on such things. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> so. Just kind of looking around, seeing if I can smell smell anything in the immediate area. Weakness. I'm- prey. Nearby. I mean, yeah. Full. Um, your I belly mean, is full, though. So yeah. So I'm not really, I'm not really hungry. You're not hungry, no. but it could make for good sport. Good. Something I'll um, play with and this attract your attention. With my bare hands. Uh, but it's it. So I'm assuming Kidian is not really paying attention to to us. So languidly, if at all. Yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna go where? back up towards the realm scar. Yeah, the weird long rat could make for uh, a fun play toy. Yeah, batting um, around a little bit, like a little mouse or like a little cat toy. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could throw it up to the realm scar. Um, you could. I only have one hit point, though. I'm not going to take that chance. <laughs> yeah, and I can't run faster than Sid now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, how much is left of the caribou? Um, a goodly amount. I mean, you're only one leopard. S- that's true. Snow leopards, this is a thing that Olivia knows, but not Tirza. Snow leopards mm. take like three days to eat a thing, usually. And they just okay. hang out by it. Well, and that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Good. At least we know he's not going anywhere. Grawl, yeah. <laughs> in silent dismay, you watched this giant snake just gone in the blink of an eye. It's just not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I look down at the stuff. Mm-hmm. Look over towards where everyone else was at. Yep. I do the I, I pat the stuff, make sure it stays, mm-hmm. and I leave. <laughs> you head in the direction of everybody else. Yeah, okay. I, I look back a couple of times, making sure it's still there. Seems to still be there. Every time you look back, there's a small dark blotch at the top of the hill. <laughs> good, good, good. So, you eventually meet up with each other about halfway uh, across the distance, and yeah, Grawl, you see a a woman who is vaguely familiar, but I mean, it's clearly Tirza, but, like, just, uh, there's something about her that you just can't quite place. And it's tough to tell with humans, so you're not quite sure what the differences are. <laughs> can't tell. <laughs> oh, good. So there's, there's something. shorter? That's <laughs> <laughs> not possible. <laughs> Again. Girl's doing, like, a height 
thing, but he can tell in his gorilla. <laughs> and I, I don't necessarily know if Tears has gotten any taller per se. So Tears mechanically, how this worked is, um, you were seventeen before, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you are now twenty-four. Oh. Okay. Welcome to the Cool Kids Club. All right. Uh, that's weird, but awesome. I love it. I'm so happy. Uh, so I'm assuming we, yeah, we just meet up then. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'll let you decide exactly what the physical differences are. Yeah, I don't think she's that much taller. Um, uh, yeah, she's a, just a small person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like you've grown into your adult strength, I guess is what I'm getting at here. Yeah. Cool. Uh, the oh, actually, that's a lie. She has gotten taller. She's gotten just tall enough that the cloak no longer drags on the ground. Yes. <laughs> Um, Grawl. Uh, thumbs up. I don't. <laughs> Still Grawl. All grawl. right. Good. Glad to see you, buddy. Uh, mm-hmm. Sid is. I don't know. Cherish transformed. There's, there's something about this place that's, that's turning us into be. That's turning us. Permanently into beasts, I believe. Says the now human Cherish. <laughs> you know? Or Tears Eye, I apologize. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yes. Tears Eye walked into a snake's mouth and now she's fine, but. <laughs> you know. I'm still ah. trying to process that one. Not a snake. He's a god. But all right. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? It looked like a giant snake to me. <laughs> you are in the beast lands. Who knows? Um, but something that Lang, that horrible potato Lang guy said, that there are laws to this place, and we don't necessarily have to be bound by them. I'm not going to give it the deck of many things, but I'm going to try to trade my fireball beads for one of those trinkets so that we can at least get Sid back to normal and then get that caribou over to the other side. That's a good plan. Do... Do we know how we're going to to get it here? Unfortunately, no. But I at least need to go get the fireball beads. We can start there. Alright. Then let's go. Okay, you head back towards your pile of stuff. Grawl, do you have any reaction to any of this? I I keep pointing at, at, at Tirza and then pointing at myself and pointing at the sky where the snake was and it was like, do me next, me next, me next. And like, do it again. <laughs> Can I, uh, do I, 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 I'm assuming I could pick up on what he's saying. Yeah, it's... Because I know Grawl. Yeah. Uh, I think she laughs uh, and says, I 
I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I need all of you to give me perception checks. As Tirza uh, says, hey, not 20. That's a good I one. don't think that's how that works. 18. Is this like a one that could involve hearing or smelling? Uh, hearing, definitely. Okay. Then I finish. Okay. Sid, you as well. Smelling? Mm, no, no smelling. Okay. 14. No 18. 18. We're going, we don't need smell. 10. 10. Grawl, what'd you get? I got a nat 20, my friend. Nat 20. Ooh, yeah. Okay. And some uh, Tears of what was yours again? 18. 18. Okay. And Cherish, you had a, sorry. 14. 14, all right. So. Cherish, after you've said, I don't think that's how that's work, that works. Tirza. Tirza. But yes. <laughs> it is late night. Okay. Tired. Yeah. No, and honestly, it's a it's a symptom of Olivia and I being friends because it doesn't matter where we are, what we're doing, or what characters we're playing. People always <laughs> think that one is the other. Yeah. yeah. You also occupy the same space in the game world at the moment because the small Pine Martin is riding on top of Tirza. So... Yeah. <laughs> Tirza and Grawl, as Tirza's last words fade momentarily, you both, like, stop and turn around as you hear the distant sound of a thunderclap. It is very distant, and it's not at all similar to the ones you heard around the Rainbow Serpent. But you look off northward, and you see that storm that was hovering around the top of that huge mountain to the north begin to slowly collect itself into a huge rolling ball of what looks like dark cloud matter and then begin rolling down the mountainside like a giant avalanche. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that is when you all hear a low... The distant sound of a tremendous horn. Fucking what? Jeez, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that is. Did I recognize anything like some sort of hunting horn? Grawl, give me a history check. Okay. Good. You might be the only one who knows this. Yeah. Maybe. Nah, it's, no, I almost guarantee you I'm not going to know anything. I'm not with an eight. Yeah, no. So, it's a very loud horn in the distance. Mm, okay. And Cat Sid, you definitely hear it? No, you hear the horn. That's, that's something oh. everyone hears. You have no idea about the weird storm avalanche coming down off the mountain. Yeah, no. <laughs> Alright, well, time is of the essence now, clearly. Uh, that thing wanted to trade, right? Yes. Okay, so That's... you're going to trade your fireball beads? Okay, yes. I'm just, just... Yeah. Takes me a second. No, you're fine. I yeah. just... Uh, and then I... This thing I'm really bummed about it, so... <laughs> How fast is it coming? Yeah. In the time that you've watched it, it's gone from a storm that's circling around the peak of this mountain to... A dark mass on the horizon. 
You know it's descended the length of a mountain. How big that mountain is, it's tough to tell. Distances are weird here. Okay. okay. Alright, yep, I'm gonna... Yeah. Uh, but as you if... look off towards the mountain, that now that the storm has cleared it, you can see the very top of that huge mountain now. And even from this distance, it is very clear that the top of the mountain is not a simple peak. You can see a fortress that's been carved out of the top of that mountain. Uh, that's bad. That's really bad. Uh, yeah, so I was going to do this anyway, but uh, instead of walking, I am going to dash. Okay. You begin sprinting across the land? Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming I'll just grab Cherish and hold so that she's not thrown from my body. <laughs> Carrying or, the Pine Martin or, like a football. <laughs> or digging my claws into your very nice cloak. Yeah. He's right in the hood. Emanations of pride and joy and effervescent happiness are radiating from Yay. the cloak as they billow behind you as you sprint across the landscape. Me too, bud. Ugh. Awesome. Man, I could get used to this. <laughs> and Maz in your mind says, don't. <coughs> Went all my fun. Uh, yeah, when we get there, I will put Cherish down and as you Next approach to the stuff. top of the hill, uh, you see a lumpy potato shape rooting through your stuff. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah! I yep. kind of figured he'd be back. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Hey! And he'll f freeze as you're, like, charging up the hill. And, like, this horrible potato-y mouth. It can't smile because its mouth is just a gash and its face just sort of flaps when it talks. Um, but it kind of, like, gives you a weird, like, squelching wink. And it says... Oh, I am a person now. Much use for stuff. <laughs> and he'll slowly back away, hand, little knobbly hands sort of raised. Wait a second. The second we... one. And then he'll keep backing away. <laughs> uh, I think we'd like to trade now. Mm. Trade? What trade? What do you trade? What do you have? What will you give to How Lang? Many... How many fireball beads would you take for one of those trinkets to break the laws? You want lawless amulet? You want this thing? Yes? Yes. You trade me beads for trinket? Yes. Well, the can the trinket transform all three of uh, or all three of them? You wear trinket. You are lawless, not bound by plane. You will become... Transformed, yes. Okay, well, how much for three? What you have to trade. These fireball beads. You trade beads for one trinket, yes. Sid's the only one who really needs it right now. I can't give it the deck, Tirza. I'll trade my gauntlet as well. Two trinkets. Hmm, yes. Beads, gauntlet. This was good trade for trinkets, yes. Tirza, you don't have to do that. Yes, I do. You walk the beastlands here in Karasuthra. You will be transformed, yes. 
but you have also angered. <laughs> and he looks off to the north and looks back at you and say, Better make up your mind soon. <laughs> okay, fine. I can't make Tirza do anything she doesn't want to do. Here are the beads. And, like, he'll sort of waddle forward past your stuff and reach out a hand into the pile and grab the beads, sort of stuff it into his pack, come out, brings out a trinket. Looking at it now, it's this horrible symbol. You don't know quite what's wrong with it, but something about the geometry is just really messing with your brain. It looks as though certain patterns within it are passing through each other or overlapping in a way. It, it just Ugh. looks off, but it's this horrible little metal scar dangling on a cord, and its little knobbly hands will hold this out towards Tirza. And gauntlet, yes. Give me the gauntlet and you will have another trinket. Uh, and it's sitting next to me. I'll pick it up and hold it for a second and then give it to him. Grabs the gauntlet, lets out this horrible little burbling, like, <laughs> tuck it away, and then hand you another trinket. Good trades, good trades, yes. Um, Grawl, we might need mm. you to stay as a gorilla, because we also need to bring that caribou back. I'm looking between all, like, here's a, <laughs> and cherish. Thumbs <laughs> up. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Okay, nice. I, put, I put the amulet on. All right. At this point, you are really unsure as if Gorilla Grawl has retained any intelligence and just is, like, motioning the thumbs up every time out of sheer instinct at this point. If that's just <laughs> learned behavior. We just don't know. Yeah. No. Like, we can switch once we get back, if you want, but we need to get the caribou up here and through the portal. <laughs> Gorilla Grawl's <laughs> sarcastically so thumbsing up. up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's learned how to do sarcasm now. Oh, yeah, he has a very furrowed brow. Uh, I am going to pick up my shield and my lance and my all of my stuff. Okay. Besides my armor, I will... I've got this cool armor now. Okay. So, uh... Hey, when I put that amulet on, I'm naked, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, put on. you put on the lawless amulet? Yeah, or I guess Tirza puts it on me. Yeah. Okay. Um, the small chains of Maz. Oh, shit. Wait, no. Break <laughs> suddenly. Oh, no. And tinkle to the white snow. Oh. Come on, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> Mike. Parrish <laughs> isn't that dumb. I, I am. <laughs> need to learn to call these things You're out. Mean yes. man, Mike. No. <laughs> you would isn't that you, stupid. You would know better, yes. But apparently you don't. No no. You would know better and you pull your forge-bound item off before transforming from a small, small Pine Martin into a large, large person. Good call. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, and the, even though I'm naked, my first instinct is to put the fortune item on first instead of my clothes. <laughs> Don't mean to upset you, but this is how we learn. I know. <laughs> I consider myself a teacher. <laughs> so as you find yourself naked in a very cold environment oh god <laughs> your tail shrinks several inches um uh, I, I will somewhere yeah, in I the will, pile yeah. i was gonna say i will grab like the you know closest cloak or heavy thing and i'll like toss it over cherish and that would be the one on your shoulders would be the closest Hmm? That would oh. be the one on your shoulders is the closest, but if you can want to rummage There's through a pile. It's yeah, fine. But... I'll just find my clothes. Well, okay, but now you have a coat. <laughs> it's grawls. It doesn't smell good. But it's warm. <laughs> Do any of us smell good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. As mm. you something you notice that no one else does is as Cherish puts on the amulet, the tinkling sound stops suddenly. Oh. All right. <laughs> Good. Probably fine. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Pointing at uh, the amulet, like doing this. Take it oh, off. Oh, it, yeah, Not... like, the, sorry. We... I, what happens if you take. Uh, no. Girl, we don't have time. Uh, and yeah, I'll I have the other amulet too, and I'm gonna stride off towards Sid. Sid, mm -hmm. your nap has been interrupted several times at this point. Learn how to talk, girl. Then we'll talk. Licking I'm blood licking off your paws, mm -hmm. cleaning yeah. yourself, like wiping the blood off of your face with kitty mm -hmm. paws. Yeah. I need a very uh, clean, shiny coat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Before before Cherish leaves, she grabs uh, Sid's clothes. <laughs> Am I just still here? Am I just still here? No, you have to Stephanie? come and carry the caribou. Okay. Is that not made clear enough? Why can't I wear the thing until I get the caribou? Because That's... we have to turn you back into the... Oh my god. Sid. Mm-hmm. You feel the rumbling in the ground, and at first you think it's the return of the caribou. Mm -hmm. And some lazy part of your brain is just like, oh, great, I might have to abandon my carcass if these things come back and they're pissed. Yeah. But some instinct in you quickly overrides that thought, if thought it even is. Mm -hmm. Because that low... <laughs> sounds yet again low mournful horn across the tundra and that rumbling in the ground grows ever harder it's not caribou whatever's coming is far too big you need to leave now okay it's coming from the north you need to head south and that's what i'll do okay you begin streaking southward moving across the tundra the ground beneath you is still shaking slightly. In the distance the wind shifts and you pick up a smell that is 
burnt air, static discharge, and something too large to hunt. Something huge and full of the odors of a thousand ice ages. You don't know what this creature is, because as you are not actually native to this place, you wouldn't recognize the smell per se, but you know it is not prey. It is not a hunter, but it is not something that you would want to tangle with. Yeah. Um. Eventually, as you streak southward, you see three forms moving across directly at you. Yeah. All of them humanoid. Okay. Um, can I try and, like, go around them? Sure. Yeah. I need Cherish, Tirza, and Grawl to give me perception checks. Yeah. God, we're just gonna be chasing this cat around. <laughs> Ooh, okay. 19. 13. 22. Grawl, Tirza, you see the snow leopard streaking off, cutting away from the three of you. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> Cherish. Yeah. Maybe uh, switch with Grawl? Why? We might be able to get him interested in us if small oh yeah that's probably a good idea i thought you were gonna ask me to like cast magic missile at him or something um no god and you all heard god. the second horn blast by the way so whatever yeah, whatever I... that is it's getting closer getting closer would i need an insight check to be like that's what sid's running for it's not a difficult assumption to make yeah, like, I don't think that me changing into a small rodent is going to matter much when he's running away from a, a bad that's, thing. That's fair. Alright, he's... I can still cast Magic Missile, though. Like, that's still on the table. Why is that the spell you're going to cast at me? Well, because it does the least <laughs> amount of damage. And it can't <laughs> miss. And it how can't miss. Away, how far away is he? Maybe angling away about 60 feet. Just, like, hurt him a little bit so we can catch up. I have... Um, 13 health. Yeah, a magic missile only does, like, maximum 12 damage, so. Um, question? Oh, wait, no. so, 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 so you're saying it would take me 60 feet of movement. Unfortunately, it is a moving target, so while you're moving, Sid is also moving. At this very so moment when you notice this, Sid's about 60 feet away. Okay. So you could, if you had some kind of spell or ability that could maybe slow him down, maybe. It's about 60 feet away, you say. I do uh, say that. 60 feet? I mean, I can move 60 feet. Right, but again, it's not a matter of movement, it's I, a matter of what I, can I, you do at this very, very moment of noticing. Uh, Unless you can literally teleport uh, that 60 feet to get there. I or, unless, unless I can cast a spell that makes a 40-foot cube of slowness happen, uh, the range of which is 120 feet, and this, I could just sort of cast that on Sid. This is true. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to cast slow exactly on Sid's position, 
okay. and I am going to use, and it doesn't, I guess it doesn't 100% matter, but I am going to use a sorcerer point to uh, make it so that the rest of us automatically succeed the saving throw so that we're not affected. Okay, what kind of saving throw does Sid need to roll? Sid needs to make a wisdom saving throw, which has been <laughs> super terrible up until this point, so I'm kind of hoping that that... Sid, you are you still know. using your character's wisdom score. Technically, the uh, leopard has the exact same wisdom score as mine, so... <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, 14. What is the save that the leopard needs to make? That matches, so... Makes the save. Oh, I thought that meant that I win. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Motherfucker. I'm going to cast it again. <laughs> Sid is still moving away. Uh, Grawl, Tirza, do you, do you have anything you wanted to do in that moment? Um. Well, I'm trying to... Yeah, Grawl, do you have anything that you want to do? Gorilla Grawl, what do you got? I uh uh what's the range on Mage Hand? Thirty feet. Really quick. Thirty feet. No, I can't I can't do anything besides straight up attack this dude. And I don't I'm 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 real afraid it's gonna hurt him. Uh and... actually Can you grapple me? Oh wait. I, actually, I you know what? Hit. You know what? Uh Tirza whips out a javelin and I'm gonna try to do non lethal damage and I'm gonna throw that at Sid. Get him. I can just cast huh? slow again. <laughs> Give me an attack do, I mean, roll. do it. That's a 23. That's going to hit. And you're mm -hmm. a leopard. <laughs> mm -hmm. Give me damage. Come here, kitty, 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 kitty. Yeah, this will make me That's come closer. three damage. Okay. Okay. You deal three non-lethal damage, basically striking the paw. Leopard keeps on just dashing away. Does he? Oh, I assumed that would make you mad, Sid. Where's your pride, Sid? <laughs> I guess, yeah, Sid, as a leopard, uh, the strange, shiny human attacked. There's still that rumbling sound coming from the north. So, I just looked this up. Leopards are very non-confrontational when it comes oh, to their no. territory. And therefore, would much of themselves as opposed to pick a fight that they're not sure they can win. Oh, no, I knew about <laughs> their eating habits, but not about their running away <laughs> habits. <laughs> They're very, yeah. So, so the leopard keeps you. dashing away, and uh, since their full movement speed is 50 feet and can dash, so that's 100 feet and around. It's... I will I'm say, still running. Yeah, if you, like, quickly wheel around, I'll say the next chance you get to act, uh, the Leopard is probably 80 feet away now. I'm going to cast slow again. Okay. So I roll again? Yeah. Wisdom saving Wisdom throw. saving throw. Yeah. Alright. Alright. That is a six. Yep, you slowed. Woo! You slowed! Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so Half speed. Uh, yeah, your movement is halved. You have a negative two to AC and your deck saves. You cannot use reactions. You can use an action or a bonus action, but not both. And you cannot make more than one attack per turn, which is going to be great when we run up to you and start trying to grab you and put this necklace around your neck. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, as Sid's speed is now only 25, you can all catch up 
relatively quickly. Uh, how long does slow last? Slow lasts uh, up to one minute, so we do have to kind of book it. Okay, so you have ten rounds. That's pretty easy to accomplish. Um, I'm also going to grab my javelin on the way. <laughs> okay. Uh, you wheel around. Yeah, it's actually really out of your way to go back and grab your javelin. Oh, damn. But I don't have my gauntlet anymore. Nope. Maybe on the way back. So. Uh, yeah, I'll get it later. As you're catching up with Sid, there's another in the distance. And quick glances behind you, you see this roiling storm moving across the plain towards you. It's maybe only a couple of miles away at this point. God, do we even have time to grab the caribou? Uh, probably not at this point. I'm just going to dash to Sid. Okay. Who is attempting to grab Panther I will. Give me some kind of athletics check versus the leopard's athletics. That's awesome. I'm good at athletics. So. Hey, Sid, what's your athletics check? Um, so, uh, I if I, Sid, do not have... Um, proficiency in athletics then neither would the but it no but it's it's a physical so it's the leopard yeah right so you basically just have a plus two to this roll yes okay uh i got 11 ah boom i rolled an 11 and i have plus five to athletics (laughs) you're grappled son so you have yourself a big old armful of struggling writhing leopard i'm gonna try and bite you (laughs) that's okay (laughs) You can only do that once, so give me a give me an attack roll. Okay. Uh, fourteen. No. (laughs) No, I bite your armor. Um, Probably doesn't feel good. I don't know which one of us has the uh the amulet. I I do. I strode away with it, so I'm gonna try to get it around his neck. All right. Um. You, let's see, you have him grappled, so this is actually isn't super difficult. Um, Sid, give me a dexterity saving throw. You do have a minus two because of the slow. Right. And yeah. since they are not proficient with dex saving throws, it essentially is just the roll. Just the roll, yeah. Uh, Twelve. Yeah, no. So the, the previous grapple overcomes that, like, struggling, writhing, and... Tears has basically got you in a headlock at this point mm-hmm. and just <laughs> slips. It's it's like when you're trying to feed a dog like medicine or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly like that. Get in there. So you just loop this thing over Sid's neck and suddenly you have a naked Sid in a headlock. And I'm just like And he's naked. What the and fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh I'm coming up at this point and I have Sid's clothes oh, and I'm like, shit, Sid, so Sid, Sid, cold. Sid, <laughs> calm down. Take a deep breath. You're naked. Here's your clothes. Put them on quickly. And then let's get out of here. And yeah, girl gives I... a single thumbs up. <laughs> still still a gorilla. I have a taste in my mouth and I don't know what it is. Don't, don't worry, worry about it. About it. <laughs> don't worry about it, please. It, we don't have time to worry about it right now. Um, we you're, hand, have... you're handing me my clothes? Yes. Okay, I grab them and I like kind of like cover myself <laughs> as quickly as possible. And I I hand you Stormpiercer as well. Oh, thank you. Okay, come on, we need to go. What the fuck is yeah. that? Don't worry about it. We just Obviously have to get back know. to the realm scar. Realm scar. Wait, realm scar. Should I? Should I? 
Can I put on my clothes? Do I have time yes. to put on my clothes? Yeah, okay. put them on quickly. Do it quickly. Kind of uh, hopping I... along, you're pulling on your pants and throwing on boots and throwing on yeah. your coat. I'm throwing <laughs> items of his over my shoulder for him to put on as we're running. <laughs> Sid, give me a sleight of hand check. Okay. Oh, I missed my stats. <laughs> uh, 19. All right, you are pretty incredibly just like slapping on clothing while you're running Sid Emberlight yeah. <laughs> this might be old hat for you he's like yep. trying to make that joke as we're running it's like okay great awesome <laughs> where are you running like towards the realm scar yeah so you are turning around and running towards the realm scar yes yeah. okay so can I pick up my javelin on the way back. Give me an athletics check. Cool. 19. Okay, as you're running, you just, like, dip down for half a second, throw out a hand, grab it, and you just keep on trucking. Um, sprinting back, you can all feel the tremors beneath your feet as you're running. The horn begins sounding louder and louder until... Pretty soon, it is all you can hear every time it sounds. It's just this loud... <sighs> this trembling running through the ground is causing you to stumble every once in a while. As your feet make contact with the ground, it might tremor at just the wrong moment. Something is moving along the ground and causing a small earthquake. In the distance, you can see that huge, roiling storm wall moving across the landscape. Jagged forks of lightning streaking across the ground, throwing up huge rivulets of earth that are just being torn apart. As you're scrabbling your way up the hill towards your pile of stuff, you are, like, going down on all fours at times, like trying to dig hands into the dirt, looking behind you with terrified glances. I need everyone to give me perception checks. Is the A is another nat 20. Uh, I'm perception. Lovely. 13. 19. 21. Holy shit. Um, Tirza, you're a little too focused. You're getting to the realm, Scar. Yep. You need to get there. Everyone else, at the center of this storm, rolling across the plain is a lone figure on Mammoth back. The creature is gigantic. It is also roiling with blue flames that are coming down out of its eyes and moving across its giant flat feet. Atop its back is a huge blue-skinned giant crackling with lightning. Its beard is a flowing, white, roiling storm cloud. Its eyes glow a brilliant white. In its left hand, it holds a horn that seems to be made out of some kind of dragon's tooth. Uh. In its right hand, it holds a sword made of living lightning. And it lets out another horn blast, and it seems intent on hunting whatever has stumbled into its territory. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just yeah. running. Grawl? Mm. Give me a history check with advantage. I, I, I know exactly. 
Okay, history character is a desert. Okay. Uh, it's 14. You know scant little of the heathen gods of the giants? Uh huh. But the iconography here is too distinct not to recognize. Uh huh. The horn and sword of Stronmus are very easily to identify. <laughs> and it run, makes go, you run go, all the go, faster. Yeah. Go. God. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Go, 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 go. It's like, should we fight this thing? <laughs> so. You all get to your pile of stuff at the edge of the realm scar. What do you do? Um, Shoveling it in? I don't know. Yeah. We kind of don't have time to, like, make make sure that everybody has their own stuff. We just, like, need to get it all. So you pile it all into Grawl's gorilla arms and we push him into the portal. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh... I don't know if the trinket works in our realm. So he, he might need to stay here for a second until he gets a trinket. How is he going to get a trinket? Just toss it back through. It'll be fine. What, uh, what are we talking about? What? <laughs> I don't know if he puts... Well, I don't know. We can figure it out. <laughs> through, yep, through the scar. Push, Let's push, go. I push people through. We have all of our things. Yeah. So, what is the order of operations here? You push all the stuff through. Yes. Who is the first through the realm scar? Uh, I will stay. So it's one of you. No, crawl sits. God damn it! Cherish goes through. <laughs> Wearing the lawless trinket. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who is next? By the way, what is this? What 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 I have? Uh, Sid, toss it back through the portal once you're through. <laughs> Just do it. Uh, okay. But jump first, throw yep. second. Okay. Double thumbs up. Yep. I I throw I jump through. Jump through. Tirza, Grawl, you are left behind on the other side of the realm scar. The whole hill around you is shaking. The snow is falling away, revealing this just blasted stone cliff. Uh carved in the likeness of a twisted three headed dragon. Some kind of worm, some kind of creature is etched into the hillside beneath you. The Realmscar itself is at the center head's mouth. Awesome. Uh, I take up a defensive stance and and I'm going to wait until Grawl goes through. Okay. So. Sid? Yeah. Cherish? Yeah. As you're descending through the twisting madness of the realm scar, you feel the lawless pendants that you wear beginning to twist and writhe of their own accord, beginning to burn at you as you swiftly move your way towards the prime material. To hang on to these things, I'm going to need you to make constitution saving throws. Oh, okay. Not my specialty. <clears throat> oh, that's a nat 20. Boom. Oh, yeah. that's And fun. then 
Plus, <laughs> my con stuff is 24. Sid, you feel the writhing, horrible metal squirm against your skin. It's burning with an icy touch, piercing at your flesh. You pull it away from yourself as you're falling through blind eternities, and you see this horrible, writhing creature where the amulet used to be, the metal replaced with soft, black, oily flesh as it's writhing around. You toss it away as you fall through, tumbling through the energies of this realm scar. As you f come out the other side, you do not see an amulet with you. Cherish, as you begin to do the same, a voice in your mind says, Enough, little creature. You will remain still. And the trinket retains its shape though it takes on that fleshy, oily residue for half a second. But then Maz seems to just say, no. <laughs> and it stops. Nice. And as you breathlessly land on the other side, you're still holding this trinket, just like staring at it. It's now just that weird, strangely shaped metal again. Do you do anything, or do you just land on the other side? I mean, I just land on the other side. Nobody toss it in. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's going to work. I don't think so. Well, then why did we suggest? Oh wait, you weren't there. You. I wasn't there. Okay. Well, they said for me to toss it. In. I think I did that. I don't know. I just kind of threw it away from me because it was freaking me out. How close is this uh, this uh, roiling army? Mike. There's no army. It is just one person riding it's a giant It's just one mammoth. dude? It is one... Oh my god, this is awful! I didn't be... make that perception check! Let no. me be clear. It is a giant riding a mammoth. It's not a normal mammoth. It's a giant mammoth. Uh, and you see this how... figure rolling across the plain towards you. The whole hillside that you're standing on, you can now see is this carved ancient edifice worn by time. And Tirza, you can't help but n know the iconography of this place. This is clearly a ruin of the Jarashir. Yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> The three-headed serpent is the the iconography of the Azi Dahaka. Yeah. Grawl, you have to go through the portal. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't think we have time for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving like a low bow, like <laughs> after you then. Uh... All right. I don't think you'll go though. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to grab him by the shoulder and be like, "Grawl, I will figure out a way to turn you human. Let's go." And then I'll try to pull him through. Grawl, wait, what do you do? So wait, so you jumped in with me it's like grabbing onto like Yeah. Monster? Dog, Ow. I did. I'm a gorilla. <laughs> uh, I'm a gorilla. Yeah. Um, how do you react, Grawl? Uh, how close is this thing? It is nearing the bottom of the hill. It is probably 150 feet away. 
Cannonball. Let's go. Just dive through? Yeah. Okay. The ringing of tinkling icicles fills your ears as you leap across the border of the the realm scar. Tirza, you fall through just in front of him, twisting through the crazy aurora borealis of lights through the realm scar. You tumble out onto the cold, hard-packed snow on the other side. Uh, shouts of surprise coming from Captain Bellwether as these people just start <laughs> falling out of the portal. And again, the portal is on the ground, so you're falling up and then out. You're being spat out of this thing. Uh, Grawl, just before you hit the rim of this thing, you see, cresting the hill, this massive storm giant staring down at you, and it lets out in a booming voice, which I don't think you speak giant, do you? No. No, so it just says, And it raises its huge sword made of lightning as you see it, the sword beginning to come down as you pass through the portal's rim. I want it to be the scene from Terminator 2. The last thing that goes through the portal <laughs> is a thumbs up. <laughs> the fucking... Oh my god. Oh, making the most out of this gorilla yeah. shit. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I'm glad you are, because as you all fall through the portal, you land one by one, coming through. Cherish. Sid. Tirza, and finally Grawl, spilling out onto the cold-packed earth. And as you do, you tumble away from the realm scar, and lightning begins surging through, pouring up into the sky, scorching the trees that were leaning over the granite scar, this cave complex that you had found yourselves in burning trees suddenly catching a light as lightning cascades upwards through this portal. Fuck. Um, Captain... Is Sid still covered in... Sid still covered in what? Blood. Hmm. How thorough was Sid in their cleaning? Um, I mean, didn't have much I'm time. Gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how thorough he was in cleaning himself, but he... Ha I mean, I wouldn't, Sid wouldn't know this, but he has caribou in him. <laughs> I'm not cutting you open for the caribou. I mean, I can throw up. Oh, yeah, if you want to throw up, that's awesome. Just throw up into the portal. But no, again... No, no, don't do that! <laughs> Sid wouldn't necessarily, that wouldn't necessarily occur no, to Sid. That's true. Yeah. Okay, uh, hey, Sid. Yes? Um, we don't have a lot of time, but you ate a caribou, um, so I need you to make yourself throw up. <laughs> What, like, and, cherish, and, Ash, and Cherish says that, and then she like gets down on her knees and is like trying to like remember the runes and stuff. That give me that an Arcana in. roll. Yeah, what? I'm going to use advantage. Um, Grawl, Tirza, what are you doing? Again, defensive posture. I'm like, yeah. Actually, I don't even have time to think about what Grawl looks like. I'm gonna. So you want me to? You want He's me to? Still mostly Grawl, really. Please to... throw up. Okay. Uh, okay, I stick my finger down my throat. Okay, give me a constitution saving throw. Finally, something I'm not good at. 
<laughs> yep. I got a nine. Okay. <laughs> and as you throw up, a massive blue-white hand comes through the portal. Oh, oh. And begins just... <laughs> around. Um, I got a 24. Tirza, you said you'd taken up a defensive stance? I sure did. Okay, that's very good, because this thing now has disadvantage on its attack roll. So, ooh, okay, that's a natural one. Interesting. That is very, very good. You do not want to get hit by this thing. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Um, Yeah, especially because I don't know what our hit point situation is. Definitely not. You are you are back. To, you are back to how much hit points each of the animal had out of your total. So oh. one. Oh no! Oh, that actually gave me a hit point over <laughs> what I had, <laughs> which I guess it's not too much worse because I was at six. <laughs> Fair enough. So it will slap around, and then its hand will just fall onto a huge stalagmite, and it'll impale its hand on this outcropping of stone. And this huge voice will let out a nasty curse that none of you understand, and the hand will retract itself back through the portal, and more lightning will come jetting up through it. I got a 24 on my arcana roll. 24 on arcana? Okay. Uh, Grawl, what are you doing? Uh, So there's how big are these fingers? Uh, the size of tree trunks. Fantastic. Let's just do some swinging away. It already pulled its hand yeah, back. Yeah, the hand there. pulled back through. I rolled a 93 okay. on percentile, so it, uh, uh, that was a bad botch. <laughs> okay. But more lightning is pouring through, and now burning trees are beginning to fall from above you. Uh, I think I've noticed where... So my defensive... I you know I took up a defensive posture, and I mm-hmm. think I'm also... Tr- Standing, trying to stand over Cherish as okay. she's writing these runes. Cherish, you're very unsure about what you're doing. You're writing down runes from vague memories of things that Camion did that they were definitely trying to hide from you at the time. Yeah. Uh, Sid comes tottering over very weakly, holding up a large, what looks like a raw, semi-digested chunk of caribou meat. Excellent, thank you. You're welcome. And you're slapping that down in the center of this circle of strange arcane runes, the likes of which you don't even know the base language for these things. (laughs) No. I'm just trying to fix this problem. (laughs) Sid, what languages do you speak? Uh, Common, Elvish, and Halfling. Okay. Yeah, nobody recognizes these strange runic symbols. Um, No. But, Cherish, you stumble away and stare at what you've wrought here, and uh, then you're just, like, in a panic. You don't know what to do next. Fuck. Did the, um, when the giant's hand was uh, impaled, did it, like, bleed? No, it leaked lightning. Oh, that's pretty cool, though. That is pretty rad. Um, can I... Can I just make another Arcana check? Is that just what I'm going to have to keep doing (laughs) until I get this right? Maz says, 
pour every ounce of power into that circle, child. Okay, I do that. How many spell slots do you have left? Um, I have one third level spell slot, all uh, three second level spell slots, and four first level spell slots. Okay, it's gonna take all of them. Okay, can I use like? Do I have enough of them, or should I? Can I use some of my sorcerer points too? Are are you? If you're willing to do that, it would help. Yeah, I can. I have because I have four of my normal sorcerer points and five of the and all five of Mazes. Okay, so what spell slots are you creating to also pour into this thing? Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to recharge one of my third level spell slots, uh, using all of Mazes points, and I am going to. Well, I guess that's all I can do, because I only have four of the other ones, so I can't recharge another third level. Okay. So, what, so is, what is our total now? So, I'm using two third level spell slots, mm -hmm. three second level spell slots, mm -hmm. and four first level spell slots. Okay. So, six, twelve. So, it brings our total to sixteen. Okay. So... Would anyone else like to help with this ritual? So I was actually just about to say, I don't know that necessarily that lay on hands would do anything, but I, it's definitely the, uh, uh, like put my hand on Cherish's shoulder and it's the same feeling of like conveying, uh, health, but it's like, if I can, if, yeah, if I can do anything to help this ritual, I will do that. How many points of... Lay on hands. Do you spend? I. Uh, I only have twelve, but if I can also give up my spell slots, I have two second level spell slots and two first level spell slots. Okay. If do you want to use those as well? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So you. Pour every ounce of energy you have, lay on hands, all of your spell slots. Is anyone else attempting to contribute to this? I can. As a warlock, I have a whopping two spell slots. So. <laughs> but, as a warlock, they are the highest level spell slots they can possibly be. Yeah. So you yeah, have two so third level spell three. slots. Mm -hmm. Is not insubstantial. So, I can donate. So, Tirza... That is two second level and two first levels. Mm -hmm. And Grawl, you're attempting to contribute two third level spell slots? Yep, I'm going to use like a reverse vampire vampiric touch for flavor. Okay. Sid, are you attempting to do anything while this is occurring? I mean, the only magical thing I can do is use my magic sword, so... I'm going to draw Stormpiercer. Um, I'm going to ask it, is there anything we can do here? And Stormpiercer will say, I do not know. I don't know. What would she do?
Okay. Um, need to take a picture of this, because... Uh, yeah. just reached through and killed all of us. No, 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 no. Um, Opposite. Yeah. I am sending this to uh, the, the group message thread right now, because uh, some fucking magic just happened. <gasps> Thank Yay. God. It's magic. Um, oh, it's magic. Oh. Ho ho. What? I just rolled a 100% oh, my God. on the percentile dice. So. God bless America. When you, Sid, ask what would she do, there is a brief flash as you see your mother's hand near your own on the hilt of Stormpiercer. And that ghostly afterimage guides your hand and points the blade towards the portal itself. That's what I do. So, Lunging forward in almost the same motion that Grawl moved, not only, like, a little over an hour ago. Your blade rushing forward to pierce the heart of this storm. Lightning pouring out of the center of this portal. The three spellcasters behind you pouring every last ounce of their power and energy into a ritual circle they do not understand. There is a conduit of energy that leaps from their power to the runes around the circle to the peace of that other world that you managed to vomit up on this one. <laughs> that energy pours into Sid, choruses down his arm through his ancestry and his blood that he barely understands into the blade storm piercer the creation of which you still don't fully have an explanation for something this magical and intense is not something Calcon has ever made before or since so the fact that it's claimed that she made this sword uh defies the explanation of what it does in this moment, which is stitch reality closed. With quick, piercing, slashing motions, like a master fencer that you are quickly becoming, you slowly sew up this wound in the world. This scar is shut with quick, slashing motions. You are all left exhausted, completely drained, and gasping for breath. But the air around you is suddenly much warmer. Part of that is due to the falling, burning trees. Yeah. But yeah. Those are hissing and dying around you in the snow that is already quickly melting. The realm scar is closed. And you are all alive. You let out a breath of relief. Some of you fall to the ground. And Grawl is still a gorilla. 
Uh, thumbs up, everybody. <laughs> and I think it is there that we will end this session. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at MattcomRPG. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. Please let us know what you think about some of our planar nonsense that we've been doing, because we are getting into the meat of this campaign now, and I am so pleased to this first little jaunt to the outer planes. So, anyone else have anything they would like to plug? Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Elliot C. Lewis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, as, I'm as exhausted as cherishes, so that's all I got. Uh, come hang out with me. Uh, I'm at Cry Out Olivia on, um, I don't know. Send us pictures of Reindeerza and, and Pine Martin Cherish riding on her antlers. It's cute as hell. <laughs> um you can find me on twitter and instagram at the readamus um yeah just just, i I don't want to make any more thumbs up jokes just (laughs) just, uh speaking of thumbs up uh if you could rate us positively on whatever um you know media that you consume our podcast whether that be a thumbs up or a five star you know whatever you think please let us know it's the only way Lisman knows how to talk to you. It's true. It's this is this is I, I've enjoyed this dialogue so far. So <laughs> let this continue, uh, and also please draw uh, a gorilla with a great sword. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Gosh, that does sound like a children's book title." And I realized it's the Magic Treehouse book we never got. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that's it. And of course, you can find me personally on Twitter at MK Gargoni. And if you wish to follow Omatep, our favorite merchant, not that weird, horrible potato man, uh, you can do so. You can do so over at and at NPC underscore AN because even when he is not physically with us, he is of course an important NPC. Thank you so much for listening. As always, the world is chaos. Please be kind to one another. Thank you so much again. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.